We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The first token of the Oanic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty, should we do so. We agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Hi. My name is Bobby Alvey, and this is Kendra Barney. And we are about to just blow your minds with all of our Utah Mormon knowledge. This is has been a great journey starting this podcast. That's been amazing. It's been kind of a weird time. We're in a pandemic. Yeah. We're not podcasters. We're, well, yeah, as is, we found Jesus out. Christ, have we found that out? <laughs> uh, we're not professional. We're not professional. I would like to say this is the first episode we've ever recorded. It's not. It's not. <laughs> We've been doing this a while. Since January, and we are in March. Oh, we're in April. Right, yeah. Happy so that time. means it's been a, quite a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think we got it down now. And I've been really enjoying our time together. Uh, Kendra and I went to high school together. Yeah. Um, we, we grew up in this town. Well, I mean, we'll get to the whole thing, but it was Richfield. <laughs> it was in Richfield, Utah. It's central Utah. Yeah. Uh, Mormon central, you know, like... You Small know. town, rural. It's called Rich Filled because the fields are rich. So farmers. <laughs> oh, is that what that means? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so we're teaching each other stuff too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I never thought about it. Um, yeah. So we kind of grew up together. Same area. We grew up together. Um, South Central Utah. We're, this podcast is going to be very Mormon centric. Uh, we want to like really stress this is not an anti-Mormon podcast. No, this is not anti-Mormon. We like because ma- we're not anti-Mormon mm-mm, people. Mm-mm. The majority of people we know are like my grandma's a fucking Mormon. Yeah, and while I hate, no, I don't hate her. <laughs> we don't talk her. about that. <laughs> we will eventually, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, like everyone we know is Mormon. Lots you know? of people I love are Mormon. I love a lot of Mormons, and I just don't love being Mormon anymore. Well, it's just not for me anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think some people it really works for. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, we'll get to everything we think, but I'm glad that I'm not Mormon anymore, but I just really, I've been out of the church longer than, yes. than you. I've been out the longest. And I just, it just has to be clear. Like, I want Mormons to listen to this podcast. Yeah. You know. We like Mormons. Mm-hmm. If you're Mormon, not Mormon, post-Mormon. You have to tolerate cuss words, though, because we are going to be cussing. <laughs> then this podcast is for you. Well, we know a lot of the same people, and, like, Kendra's concerned about the cursing. I don't, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I just... I've been swearing since I was five. I just so. need a disclaimer, like, this is not, like, a, a reverent podcast. Well, we're not Mormon anymore. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're, we've never been reverent either. Dude, when you sent me that... Okay, we'll get to the temple stuff, but, like, when you sent me that thing where you're, like... You can't be loud. I'm like, oh, I'm out. Oh, yeah. That thing in the temple is like, avoid loud laughter, evil speaking of the Lord's anointed. You can't take the Lord's name in vain. How are you going to paint a bathroom if you can't take the Lord's name in vain? I have been doing it the last five years and it's been nice. <laughs> I've been taking the Lord's name in vain for a minute. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway. No, yeah, there will be some cursing. There's going to be some heavy topics and stuff, but we're just kind of hitting on our own experience about. Being raised in the culture 
Uh, I think a lot of people are interested in it. I think it's good therapy for both of us. Yeah. It's been fun for me to revisit the shit that I haven't thought about in years. Yeah, it's been really therapeutic to just, like, I don't know, kind of set the record with somebody mm-hmm. that I trust. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. I feel like we understand each other really well. And it's, like, not... It's just open, not judge, not judgy. Yeah, and, you know, we've never been, like... I've never been to your house. In you Richfield? never at my house. Yeah. <laughs> like when we were growing up. Yeah. To be fair, though, not a lot of people were coming over to my house. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Yeah, That's I, fair. But I wasn't really. I was a kind of, I'm, I'm definitely an introvert. Yeah. But, like, when I'm out and about, I seem like I'm an extrovert. So I think, you know, a lot of people thought I was hanging out and stuff, and I wasn't. Yeah. Um. But that's okay. But, like, also, I want to hit on Mormonism being the, it's like a culture thing. Like, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's like being Jewish. Uh, once you were raised, born and raised that way, even if you don't practice, you just sort of oh, yeah. got the cultural. There's lingo. There's lingo. You that... know all the pronunciations of shit i know how to crochet like really well really well (laughs) everyone check out crochet uh bobby.crochet on instagram (laughs) don't make me start more social media i don't want to do it that does not exist Uh... (laughs) no um now that i'm using crocheting to trade i'm not interested anymore i've made like four afghans this past month and then my masseuse who i adore was like hey I'll trade you three. Like she wanted to get trade five. And I was like, I'm not going to trade five 90 minute massages for an Afghan. Get the fuck yes, out you here. will. No, I was just going to say one. I was like, one's good. Oh, really? Because I really like her. Like, oh, yeah, you don't want to cheat her, I guess. Well, no, like it's not necessarily cheating because it does take like a lot of time and energy, but it's like, it's a labor of love, you know. Crocheting is not easy. It's easy to me. It's, just it's to easy, do. but it's tedious. It takes a while. And it, to get good at it. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's making these really cool purses. I've just bought one. Um, I don't like my mom, but like she's really good at crocheting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I bought one and I gave it to my friend and she's going to use it for her kid's Easter basket. And I'm like, that's a really good idea. They're really cute. I should send you one. Okay. Well, send me a link. I don't know how to send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> send me a pattern. Um, yeah. This is just new territory for us. We're kind of just searching our own feelings. And yeah. I, I imagine perspectives are going to change, points of view. Yeah. We might get some things wrong. Feel free to we hit us up. We definitely will yeah. get lots of things wrong. We're very opinionated. Mm-hmm. We have ADHD. Oh, big time. So we can't read lots of text. <laughs> so we kind of just feel the spirit of the book that we're reading. And so we might get a lot of shit wrong. That's what it is. <laughs> Uh, Kendra's not giving herself enough credit. She is a wealth of knowledge. She's been on a mission. She got married in the temple. Yeah, but do you think I was paying attention? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Goody, too. She's, I think, you, but I know. I don't know. As, much don't as, know. as well as you could have. <laughs> I feel like I really like learning about stuff that I want to learn about, but what's up? It's been 15 years and I still don't have a bachelor's degree, so. It's not so. Well, it's just... I was reading an article today that said most people our age are regret the degrees that they have. Already. Really? Yeah, they're like, it's I'll not just, worth it. I'll just quit now then. <laughs> stop. Yeah, just stop. I'm making this my career. <laughs> this and eyelashes. <laughs> Done. That's what I was telling one of my friends. I'm like, I think I'm going to be a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> We're officially Gen Z now. <laughs> I know, right? My grandpa's head just exploded somewhere. Somewhere in Southern Utah, my grandpa's head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like no degrees, just two hoes talking about life. So don't take yeah. this too seriously. But I think it's gonna be a fun little, uh, pers- like perspective of 
first of all, I was like a punk rock shithead. Mm-hmm. I say punk rock. I wasn't. A, I like to shower, so I'm not that punk. Rock. <laughs> I did not know that that was part of punk rock culture. <laughs> kind of gotta be a little smelly, and I love punkers. I love them, but they all kind of they got a punk to them. Is this like the same crowd that like? Okay, I know that I compared you to Avril Lavigne one uh, time. You no, were really she's pissed. not punk. I didn't know. Pop punk's an oxymoron. Okay. And she's pop punk. Okay. Well, so she's just a fucking moron. Also, we'll get into music. <laughs> In this podcast. So you don't have to yell at me right now. I'm just setting the goddamn stage. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we're Mormon by culture. We're Mormon, we're Mormon by culture. We were raised Mormon. I was forced to be Mormon until I was like, you know, 16-ish. I yeah. kind of stopped taking cemetery, cemetery, seminary when I was like 16, 17. Oh, so you did have some seminary experience? In high school, yeah. Of course, you got to. Yeah. But also, Panguitch versus Richfield, we'll get to that too, is completely, it's apples and oranges. Yeah. But yeah, let's set up family life. You are the oldest. I'm the oldest. I have one brother and I have one sister. They're younger than me. We all have different dads. You're all bastards, right? No. I'm the only bastard. Actually, my mom was still married, just separated from my dad. Mm-mm. But I still like to be a bastard. I think bastards are cool. Some of my favorite people are bastards. <laughs> I, love, I Actually, wish I was a bastard sometimes. My mom probably won't listen to this epi- or podcast, but my dad might. I'm, I'm in contact with him now. So I never oh, knew him growing right. up. But I had, you know, five separate stepdads. My mom kept marrying dudes. Mm-hmm. Kept having babies until she didn't have more babies. So it's just me and my brother and my sister. Well, and I don't know how, like, other religious cultures get but like when you talk about like not being able to have babies like my aunt beth when she had finally to get her fucking tubes tied because her insides were falling out after six children oh my god she cried for like days because what if what if god wants her to have another one a lot of such a mind fuck chest clenching a lot of sadness you're just like bitch you got six yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i can kind of see that because i'm like i love being a mom to one Mm -hmm. we're debating on the second one existing but it's feels kind of sad to think you're done. Yeah, but does it also feel responsible to have kids in this yes. sort of situation? Because I was talking to my buddy Caitlin, and she has one too, and she's like, I think Vera's going to be an only. She's like, yeah. this seems so oh irresponsible. Her name's Vera. Isn't that great? My husband would not let me name my kid Vera. You want to name your kid Vera? I did, and he would not let me. Okay, well, I hung out with Vera for like three days, and she and I are like buddies, and I'm like, Vera and Halo need to hang. Okay, she can be my second daughter. <laughs> okay. My pseudo daughter. Thanks. <laughs> also, I don't know if we're supposed to name your child. I just did. <laughs> her name's Halo. Halo's a cool name. Thank you. I love her a lot. I think she'll go by her middle name in the future because Halo is like Do you want to tell us what that is or name? no? No. Okay. To protect her identity. Well, I want you to write it down to show me. Okay, I will later. <laughs> um, I'm the baby of the family. I have yeah. two brothers and a sister. The sister's the oldest. Um, sister, brother, brother, you. Yeah. Um, my sister's eight years older than me, and then they kind of had us in pairs. Um, so my old, the one that's next, Jake, is a year and a half older than me. But um, my parents, same parents, no bastards here, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> wow, very functional. My mom and my mom's mentally ill, and my dad was a drug addict. So so not functional. <laughs> no, my grandparents are kind of my parents, I guess. Same. Yeah. I mean, and this is, you're going to probably, this is going to be a common theme for me because it's one of my big common themes in life is facades. My dad was yes. on meth, but we were very active in the church. Oh my God. We would do like sacrament meeting, 
where the whole family oh, would get testimony up. meeting? Well, no, 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 no. We would just have the whole sacrament meeting would be ours. Oh. To do programs. You were one of those families? Yeah. They never let us do that. We well, were a hot mess. <laughs> well, we were putting on a good goddamn show. Yeah. I guess this was back when it was okay to have a mullet. <laughs> hey, I just got a mullet haircut today. Whatever, you look so cute. cute. You and your natural curls, I'm so jolly. Continue with your story. I'm sorry to dis- uh, interrupt. We're, we're starting to be ADHD like. <laughs> this is an ADHD podcast. <laughs> Enjoy it. Um, but my dad was, yeah, my dad was on drugs. He was in and out of rehab. My parents married, they were married obviously when I was born, and then they divorced when I was five, and then they got remarried when I was seven and divorced again when I was eight. Wow. Lots of that. Wow. I just think it's kind of funny. I was, uh, I should find them because, um, the picture, my parents' second wedding picture where we're all just standing there, you can all just tell we're like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm seven and I'm like, kill me. <laughs> my, mom, my mom got married so many times that by the, oh, hold on. One, two, three kids. Fifth, the fifth one. Mm-hmm. The fifth one happened How old were you? when I was moving from South Severe to Richfield. Mm-hmm. And it was like right after I started school. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, we're getting married in Vegas. And I'm like, okay, have fun. And she's like, you're coming, aren't you? I was like, no. It doesn't matter to me how many times you get married anymore. And uh, I'm just starting a new school. I'm not going to like not go to school. Well, it's like, do I really need to be there? No, because you're going to... Because, yes. like, my dad finally got his shit together when he moved to Vegas and married his... Now wife? Perhaps. No, they're divorced now. Oh, okay. But, um, there is a rumor that he was cheating on my mom with her. Because they're from the same town. I don't know if it's true or not. They say it's no. But I, I don't know. I don't know the story. I wasn't there. I wow. wasn't alive. But he got his shit together when he was down there with her. And then, um, but he was like never a good dad and our car broke down on the way to his wedding and he was so mad at us and I was like, dude, just have it without us. Like you didn't, yeah. you didn't really want us there. Yeah. <laughs> like stop. It's fine. Yeah, we'll meet like, her later. No, we knew her. Oh yeah. Well, She'd been excluding us for almost a year already. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. How old were you? 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah. 12, 13. But it was, it was a way fun trip. I went with my older brother and his two best friends. They were both, they were all over 21. And then my brother, Jake, who and I are close. And we stayed up all night. We watched Eight Crazy Nights and There Will Be Blood. <laughs> <laughs> and we got that. We stayed in New York, New York, the casino, while the boys went to the strip clubs. And wow, we had a way fun time until wedding time. And it was like, oh, fuck. It was a good, it was a good trip. Yeah, it was a way fun trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were some good memories. So, I mean, that, yeah, the reason why we went down was bull- bullshit. But, like, the whole <laughs> trip besides that was great. Wow. That and sounds... Well, yeah. And it's like, maybe if the car breaks down from the casino to the wedding, mm-hmm. we shouldn't be at the wedding. It's a sign. Just, just, let, just call let us it. live. Yeah. yeah. And be like, oh, <laughs> sorry we couldn't be there. Maybe don't watch... The, don't scream in front of us. It, uh, scream at us on the phone in front of your whole family. I don't know, though. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just a tip. Just a tip. Um, but yeah, the energy of the house was very, like, my dad was also a long-haul truck driver, so he wasn't around a lot, so... That's a hard job. It is a hard job, and it was way crazy back in the day, like, being a drug addict was almost part of the territory. Really? Yeah. Because, like, they want them to get there, and locks were easier. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You have to, like, have all the energy, mm-hmm. get up, go. From what I can understand, he was giving it to him. They were, they gave it to him. Like, they gave him, like, crank and speed with his here's where you're headed to orders oh what yeah we'll get into that more on the drug episode but like 
it was part of the culture. Okay. Almost always, almost all of my friends who ha- had uh, dads that were truck drivers, their dads were on meth. Interesting. That was part of the culture. I knew, I knew about lot lizards. Like the girls that go Those from truck to truck. I know, I know that. But I'm like, okay, there's Legalized lots of sex work. Lots of uh, oh, sorry about lot lizards. I'm sorry, no. I told you that. Whoever is listening, they know what they are. They're cool. Okay, <laughs> <clears throat> but I knew that. Like, so I was like, okay, there's a lot of infidelity risk mm-hmm. if you're gonna get into truck driving. Yeah, and a lot of other things. It's just, it's a weird. It's a weird lifestyle. My grandpa is a truck driver. He owns a trucking company too, and it's different for yeah. him because he married a Mormon and he doesn't go out driving. He's the boss. He's the boss, and he has very high. Ex- His truckers aren't even necessarily allowed to smoke and work for him. Very like not legal things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One time when I was in culinary school, uh, one of his drivers picked me up to bring me home for the weekend. Yeah, and he hopped out and said, like, "I have to cigarette. Please don't tell your grandpa." <gasps> and I was like, "What? No." <laughs> <Excuse me? laughs> Yeah, it's probably not legal to have that like, prerequisite. I, I understand. I mean, like, don't smoke in the truck. Yeah. But it's like, you can do whatever you want outside yes. of it. Suck my dick. Wow. Um, well, how, was your, well, how was your energy in your house? Uh, um, so there was a lot of confusion. My, I think my mom, my mom definitely has mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a hypochondriac. So there's like, she invents. Always something. There's always something going on with her and these men, she has lowest self-esteem. So she brings men into her life that aren't good, but she thinks that she's giving some stability, Mm -hmm. but really, uh, I think I was just the parent a lot. Mm -hmm. Even like my sister's like, you were the only constant one in the house. I felt the same way about my older sisters. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Because well, it's actually weird this children. Also, this has also been therapeutic for me too, because I was talking to my older sister about it, because I have a lot of resentment for to her, and vice versa. And you talked about how like you just you don't you love your sister, but you think she's just dumb and little, you know? Yes. And she is dumb and little. Yeah, um, but she's also an adult now, <laughs> yeah. and I have that same like you're six mentality mm-hmm. towards her, and which I, I think she has. Your sister has yeah. towards you. So it's been like, and I've even talked about it where I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast with someone who is. Um, the oldest, and I'm like, it's been, it's been a nice perspective, you know, it's like, it's just cool to other people's perspective, especially because, like, I was very grateful to have my sister there, she was kind of, like, the leader of the, the pack. stability, yeah. She didn't always do a good job, but no. she's only eight years older than yeah, me, Yeah, she's so. still a kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm only five years older than my sister, and obviously, like, one year older than my brother, and there was just, like, a lot of, like, responsibility mm-hmm. on my shoulders. I taught my sister how to read. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like working, I think, or out and about, but like, it was just a very unstable situation. I was cooking all the time. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a lot of food in the house. Yeah. Uh, teaching, I mean, watching Disney movies and like being a parent is what yeah. I was doing. And then um, on weekends, we'd either go to a service called Respite Care. What is that? It's where... Um, people in the community are paid by the government, I think, to like take you for the weekend. Mm. And so I was in a lot of different houses on weekends while my mom quote needed a break. You know, can we address that real quick? Because my mom used to like scream at us. I need a break. And now that I have moms for friends, I understand the concept. There's also a way to go about it. Uh, so your kid doesn't feel like a complete piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> and I understand, like, my mom was a single mom. Yeah. But, um, 
She was taking advantage of the situation. She had us in school. Yeah. That was a break. Mm -hmm. She um, put us in respite care on the weekends during school. Mm -hmm. And then when we weren't at respite care on the weekends, we were with my grandparents. Yeah. And then during the summers, we spent so much time at my grandparents. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why my mom needed a break when I don't, I literally don't remember her being there often. This is going to be something we're going to need to hit on because I think it is part of the culture where yeah, I even went through this and I've been a rebel asshole my whole life where I was like, I have to have a baby. I have to get married. I ha- it's just, it's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And people do put a lot of pressure on you in society, especially, you know, the Mormon thing. And it's just kind of like deep rooted. Yeah. Like sometimes when I even fall in love with a guy now, I'm like, oh, I should have his baby. <laughs> but it's like, you know me, that's not, that's not your goal. It's not a that's good not idea. You. It's just not a good idea. Right. So interesting my mom never worked so we weren't at school she wouldn't even take us to school even though she was a stay-at-home mom she wouldn't pick us up she had like 10 hours a day by herself and as someone who needs a lot of alone time i get it yes but it's also like they don't have a fucking kid yes (laughs) my kid has quiet time but it is i will say this i had my mom had a kid starting at 18 Mm -hmm. and i waited until i was almost 30 to have a kid yeah it is a stark difference. Mm-hmm. I have much more education. I have Society much more stability. My yeah. marriage is stable. Mm-hmm. I have the support. Uh, but I I find myself deeply sorrowful. This is why I'm in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> when I see how much I love my kid mm-hmm. and how much I do for her. And when I realize that it never was given to me yeah. that way. That is a, that is a, and like, even when you like look at a kid and you're like, even this kid's so annoying, why wouldn't you just do everything? Cause like, again, my mom didn't work and we were in poverty. Yeah. Like I know what government cheese tastes like. I know about it. Yeah. I know how to make powdered milk taste good. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, that word triggers me. <laughs> no, like I went to culinary school and they're like, powdered milk's a good substitution. I'm like, never. <laughs> oh, you had to go to college to figure that out? <laughs> No, no, no. It's like a good, like, it's a good substitute in baking. Um, but okay. it's like when you're making morning moo because you can't afford a gallon of milk and the, all the kids are aware of it. It's not a good, it's not a good thing. No. You know, but, uh, triggering for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like even paying with change triggers me. Does it really? Big time. Big time. Ooh. I never let, I never use change either, but mm-hmm. we also have debit cards now, so it's much well, easier. my cousin who they have, they're like middle class, her mom cleaned out her purse and she found like $40 in change. So we paid with change for like two days while we were just hanging out, going to get treats and stuff. Oh yeah. And I was humiliated the whole entire time. Really? Her daughter had no, nothing because she knew there was money. It was oh, just like, yeah. oh, we're just getting rid of this change. Yeah. Go. You know yeah. What I mean? But when we're paying with change, when I was growing up, it meant... My mom was stressed. We were scouring the house for money. Oh. You know, we were like, had days left till we had any money coming in. You know? Oh, you were digging through couch cushions couch looking cushions. for sustenance. Yeah, like, so we could go get a gallon of milk and like a Pepsi, which I love Pepsi now. It's a huge... You mean your mom wasn't buying a carton of cigarettes with that money you scoured for no, thank an God. hour? Because thank... that happened to me a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd probably cut her throat, dude. She would not be alive today. <laughs> well. <laughs> I had that anger in me. When I was in high school, I was planning on uh, killing her husband. I had, like, I had an alibi and everything. Your mom's husband? Mm-hmm. Your mom's new husband? Yeah. He was very abusive and she was abusive, too. 
and I was like, I've had enough. Yeah. Like, I've had enough with you people. I'm 14. Yes. And it's been shit, mother. Yes. It's been shit. <laughs> yeah. And you're supposed to be setting me up for success, and you're not. And I had a bunch of, like, shithead punk rock friends that were like, yeah, do what you gotta do. And we'll, we'll, we'll be your alibi. Wow. I'm glad I never did it, because we would not have gotten away with it. I would have no. been away my whole entire life. But the fact that I was feeling those kinds of feelings. Very telling. With someone who was forced to be in my life, like, ugh. So, yeah. We both have moms who make terrible choices in men terrible yeah they also act like i feel like they both act like they don't feel like they're worthy of anything good yeah and in my case either my mom did too many drugs so Mm -hmm. that she literally can't remember how shitty it was or she is a narcissist Mm -hmm. and refuses to accept the responsibility why not both (laughs) (laughs) both can be true because uh my mom has been diagnosed through my therapist with borderline personality disorder Mm -hmm. Uh, she's also had 11 concussions, mm. so she has that, whatever, she says she doesn't remember beating the hell out of us, which if she does have that football player thing, that's true, we won't know until she's dead, that's, we have to do an autopsy on the brain. Oh. To figure out if they have that, but. You can't do that while they're living. I guess we could try. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to do an MRI. <laughs> no, you can't, you have to, like, you, really you have can't? to, like, cut it in half and, like, ups- like look at it, oh. it's weird, it's oh. a whole thing. Hmm. Um, so I imagine she has had. She has something like that. Yeah. And she's also, she was totally spoiled princess growing up. Mm. You know? Yeah. So. I did talk to my mom over the weekend and I was just like, I get that you had a shit child. Like, mm-hmm. you had shitty things growing up. But also my grandparents were my personal stability. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how they weren't also her personal stability. A lot of complicated things. But also I told her, I know that you suffered and... Mm-hmm. But it's also your responsibility to fix it. I had similar. I had a similar conversation. Yeah, my sister. Okay, it's so it's, I love that you said that because I was talking to my sister yesterday because I had gotten to a thing with my grandparents because they're my parents. And yes. I straight up was like, I'm sorry, you're my parents. Sorry to do it twice. Yes. Like, that sucks. I get yes. it. Yes. Um, my grandparents suffered a lot. <laughs> yeah, like my grandparents are in their 80s and they're still like my cars in their name. Yes. Because I'm a millennial with shitty credit. I'm paying for everything. Yes. But it's still a whole thing. Yes. But um, I could see how they did what they did. Yeah. Because I had my mom, like, I had a really barefoot, come home at dark, country. Small town. Small town. I have, my mom's house is on a third of an acre. Real free. Real free. Trees everywhere. Dairy farm. Yeah, hillbilly you could be country. gone all summer day and yeah. come back at night. And, yeah. yeah. And, like, everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily a bad thing that that no. is. But it's, like, beautiful. It's Utah, so it's beautiful. Like, hiking. Yeah. Four-wheeling. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say I had, like, a every sh- part of my life was shit. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> most of the good stuff happened outside of the house or when my mom wasn't there. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because all of the good memories I have in Richfield, mm-hmm. I get so anxious going back home. Mm-hmm. I've narrowed it down. It's just because of my mom mm. and the shit that I'm working through because of the household that I grew up yeah. in. Because outside of the house, even if it was just my grandparents' house, mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah. I feel so good. Like my friends were really good friends. Like the times I had with them, Mm -hmm. really good times. The city is fine. The other people that even though they're nosy as fuck, they're really good people. 
Yeah, and it's even like, you're like, okay, well, you're bored, I get it. Yeah, well, it's a small town. Yes. We are making the news here. (laughs) I know, it's like, you're dumb, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I, like, because I sat in the room to talk to Lindy for two seconds yesterday, and, like, I still go get my hair done at the person who's been doing my hair forever. Like, I love going back to Richville for a lot of reasons, but I do have anxiety when it comes to, like, my mom's house. And I miss going back to my mom's house but i can't do it anymore no like that those times are over yeah when people have like good feeling like country songs about going back to your childhood mm-hmm. house i'm like oh i don't have that i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but yeah like do you ever just like crave like uh the thing that i miss the most is so in the country super dark at night yeah but stars in, but not dark because of the stars and my mom's house has huge windows oh. and the air conditioner is always on because we run hot in my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just miss like late night window open, you know, fresh air, fr- that fresh air, like this, the smell and the feel of my mom's like my mom mellows out at night. Cause she gets, she's a morning person, which yeah. is probably why I'm not. I'm like, <laughs> see you about 3 PM. <laughs> yes. Where's my sanctuary? Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, nighttime at my mom's house I loved my siblings were great I mean they're we had wild ass times but like I didn't hate I didn't hate a lot of my childhood there were things that were very unacceptable but I did not hate a lot of it and you know my siblings are we're all very creative and like artistic and my brother is a musician my sister sings and stuff so we were always doing something creative and fun and again when my mom wasn't home it was great yeah yeah (laughs) I miss the stars. Mm, I miss the feeling of space. Mm -hmm. I live in a, I live in one of those new developments where the houses are squished a little bit. My husband loves that because he doesn't have to mow the lawn all day. Is he a city boy though? He's a city boy, right? Yeah. He grew up here. Yeah. (laughs) The first time we took him back to church (laughs) in in Annabelle, (laughs) people interviewed him about what high school he went to. And he was like, I went to college, but I, they don't care about that. I guess so he's like, oh, I went to Skyline, and one of the high school teachers that's in my ward now, he's like, ah, oh, 3A, huh? No, no, he said 5A, huh? And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a 5A school. And here's what I'm like, and I know that because I'm from Richville. Yes. We know all of the grades, 5A. It's like, yeah. I, I can spot a Chevy from three miles away, and I know what five, what A your school is. Yes, yes. He His graduating class was as big as our high school. Bigger. It is, it it is mind blowing to me that people that many people can go to a school. But yeah, like uh, some of like because I before COVID I was an an employer and some of my little employees are like, yeah, there's a thousand people in my graduating class. Yeah, I'm like there's a thousand people in what did you do like my how, town? How did you even? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what Dude, you're talking like, about? So I we I, we went we both went to two different high schools, right? Or no? Yeah, uh, I went to South Severe up until middle, eighth grade, okay. but like. Richfield had 189 in our class. In our class. And when I moved to Panguitch, 35. That's also so scary to me. Insane. Less people in the school than in our class at Richfield. Yes. And my dad's class, 14. No way. I know. Crazy, right? Yeah. No, I was uh, on missions with people that were like, there were 10 people in my high school. I was like, how do you, 10 people, what? But now that I've been down to Southern Utah and seen how sparse it is. And how, like, no one knows how to read. (laughs) That's not where I was going. (laughs) That's where I was going. (laughs) It is a... I feel like I was very comfortable with our high school size. 
Yeah, I really like Richfield, and I think, I mean, I was the fourth, and my siblings all made a name for themselves, which is a different thing we had to deal with. Yes. Like, I went in with just confidence. I was like, fuck this. Like, everyone, I'm an Alvy. I'm an Alvy. <laughs> Blow me. You're, <laughs> you're an Alvy, but not those Alvies. I'm not the Alvy, Lumber Alvies. We don't got that money. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> we were talking the first time I met you. It was in Mr. Roberts' class. Mr. Roberts was... What, Roberts or Googler? I thought it was Roberts. I mean, you I have Roberts. Googler. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Roberts is was my best friend at the time's dad. Who? Her name's Erin. She's from South Carolina. Okay, I was like... I, uh, you're right. He's not... His, he didn't live in town. You're right. Yeah. So, so that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, we were best Mr. friends. Roberts. And so I... Uh, you it was didn't live in town either though by the way he was your he was your grandparents neighbor he was my my closest neighbor and (laughs) my grandparents knew him growing up i wanted to make out with him so hard mr goobler senior goobler yeah oh oh Oh, no he has one of those like really douchey like 90s yuppies vibes he just reminds me of he reminds me of blaine off pretty in pink don't know that what we'll have a movies (laughs) where you can yell at me about that too (laughs) Every episode, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like we're dating. But how many how many westerns have you watched? Uh, Once Upon a Time in the West is one of my favorite movies of all time. So okay. it's like my whole entire penis. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I cannot imagine Mr. Goobler like that. Oh, I because I, I have. my families, our families are so close. My grandpa and his grandpa grew up together same high school in california that's how close our families are seriously so both you and my mom want to hook up with mr his Kibler, mom I'm sure. was, his mom was the scariest teacher in elementary she school. is very i loved her i thought she was eclectic hilarious. she's such a good lady <laughs> but she's very intimidating uh, yeah like and i'm like i feel that i've been feeling that since second grade i get it yeah honestly <laughs> she's a whole mood and i'm in it I'm, I'm. I want oh, that. People don't want. You don't want to put up with people's shit. Cool. Yeah, you're I in a small town and people suck. Yes. <laughs> yes, bitch. Come on. Uh, Mr. Googler's from California, though. Yeah. Dude, I just. And I'm thinking about his, like his whole like. This is how you know I'm not shallow because he is not a good looking man. Like his head's bigger than his ass. I never looked, Bobby. I did. <laughs> My sister, my sister also has a K. My sister also has a huge crush on him. She had him in middle school too, eight years before me. Yeah, and maybe she set me up for that because I was just like, I was ready. I was like, Hi, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like uh, in eighth grade, I had him for English, Spanish, and I was his aide. Okay. We had a lot of good times together. Don't say that like that. Oh no, no, it was just in my mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like right after nine eleven too. I remember this. I'll never forget this. Um, he's like, I was doing something on his computer as his aide, and he's like, look at this, look at this forward. And it was like the new, uh, model for the Twin Towers, and it was like flipping off, and I didn't get it, so he flipped me off. He's like, you don't get it? And he flipped me off. <laughs> I was like, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? No, but he had that, uh, that birthmark on his arm, you know? Yes. And he said when he was in on his mission in Mexico, all the kids would run around and try to lick it off because they thought it was chocolate. And I was like, I'll try. Oh my <laughs> god. Bobby. The mummy and Mr. Bobby. Gilmore, thank you. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> we need to change topics. Okay, back to Mr. Roberts. Sorry. Anyway, I thought I, I just had an orgasm thinking about Mr. Googler. <laughs> Should we pause it? Do no. we come back later? Senior Googler. I don't want to keep this one messy, but <laughs> 
just breathe hard for a couple days. Just go. You were, you were, oh my God. You were sitting by the other Albie. Uh-huh. And I was, I asked you if you. And we're like six cousins. We don't, we don't know each other. We just know that we have the same last name. Like we don't, we're not like real cousins. No, but like I'm coming from California. Right. I think Utah, everyone's related because they're all Mormons. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, are you guys, what did I say? Twins? She asked if we were twins. And I was like, no. <laughs> so that's my first memory of Bobby is her yelling at her me being terrified. once again. And here um, I come back for more. <laughs> no, it's so funny because we talked about this and I, my, I remember when she moved in and I was like, I love this girl. I can't wait. So I was probably just busting chops, but you just didn't know. Like everyone in school was used to me just being like, oh yeah. Aggressive and I, was, wild. <laughs> I was like the new kid and I was like, everyone hates me anyway. Cause I'm from the rival school. Yeah, that's fun too. Cause so so for those of you who aren't from small towns, rivalries, real, and they really take up a lot of your time. <laughs> and yes, all your mental energy is like, yes, taken honestly, up. I feel like they have to kind of be close because if your rivals on the other side of the state, like South Severe and Richfield, same county, Richfield, ten minutes apart. Richfield's main severe, and then there's South Severe, which are our main like legitimate athletic rivals because South Severe is better athletics, right? South Severe is not great athletes yeah and amazing like talent in the in the coach department Mm -hmm. and richville's football leaves something to be desired but we all really love it yes and then north severe is also a rival but they're shit so they think they think they're rivals but their actual rival is more gunnison because they're closer but we let them participate in the rivalry yeah because we're like okay but it's mostly wildcats versus rams and every time we go vandalize it was we were always like let's just go to monroe Let's go start the football field on fire. <laughs> well, our rivalry it, while we were in high school made national news because some kids stole a live sheep and slaughtered it and hung it up on the football. No, they did it. And and what is that called? The football thing? End post. Goal uh-huh. post? Goal post. Sports posts. You know what you mean. The where you put the goalie, kick it. So yeah, PETA got involved and we were like So then that stopped pranks for a while. When did this happen? We were seniors. So you were probably not there. I was not, not there. there. I wasn't there. Mm. But, uh... The, the rivalry is intense. I want you to know, I was heavily involved in making the rivalry a million times worse through my high school career because I thought it was hilarious. Like, it started when I was, I was a freshman. I was so sensitive to it. I was reading my yearbook <laughs> and Mike Costa put in my yearbook, he's like, Pretty cool from Spur Girl. <laughs> Was it something like that? He said, <laughs> what did he say? He's like, I know I give you a lot of grief over having South Severe friends. I secretly have them too. I'm just like joshing with you or something like I that. I love that. You know what's funny about him is he and I have always been really close. We were way close all through school. And he was like, do you remember when he caught, the, he, it was the football game, it was like the last seconds. He caught it right at the, at the end, like almost missed it right at the end goal and then made this the winning score no oh but that sounds like a fantasy you think about no i mean I love, he's like so mike costas this tall beautiful jock boy he's very tall very beautiful yeah. and i'm just like every time he would talk to me i'd be like i don't know what you're talking to me okay but <laughs> i'm like this chubby music uh i hung out with the skaters and like the burnouts and stuff i wasn't a burnout but we would always sit next to each other we'd always sit next to each other too because our names are so close <laughs> well like if we could even like pick he'd be like well, let's sit next to each other I'm like cool oh, <laughs> that's why Richfield I loved Richfield is because there were definitely like 
conflicts. There were and groups. groups and stuff, but everyone intermingled. Some people... I actually had a dream about Waterworld the other day. Oh. I dreams blame, are important. I blame this podcast for <laughs> dredging up these memories. Um, so I don't know. Like, I had a bunch of fucked up dreams all weekend, did you? I did, but it was because of the kid that committed suicide. Who committed suicide? I texted you about it and you were drunk, remember? Wait, did no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm writing it down. I was drunk. I went and hung out with my old school girlfriends and I got real hammered. <gasps> I did not remember that. So many kids have died from our high school experience, like the four years that we were there. Mm-hmm. Lots of kids have died. And we're only talking about, what, a thousand kids? Yeah, and we're f- 15 years, in the last 15 years. Yeah. And they were just young. Yeah, that's wild. We're going to talk about him after we're done with this. But, um, yeah, so we had a lot of clicks. But, like, uh, back in the day, when we went to school, we graduated in 2006. Mm-hmm. For me, I know our experiences were different a little bit because I was less active and stuff. Um, Jackass was huge. Yes. Evil of Bam was huge. Yes. CKY2K was huge. The yes. popular kids in our high school were the skaters. Uh, yeah. Like, the, the desirables. It wasn't the jocks. It wasn't. But oftentimes, like, every group had... A jock in it. Every, Every group, group had, has, yeah. There, the groups were so mixed up. It was not like Mean Girls where people were so separated mm-hmm. because everybody had the opportunity to kind of feel around table. and do yeah, what yeah, they yeah. wanted to do. Like, so people were track stars and then they were also in band or they were also mm-hmm. like skating, you know? Yeah. Like uh, my brothers both played football, but they're both like Jake's a drummer, Zach's a music, like Zach played everything and they, you know were artists like you could do you, there was opportunities to do a lot of different things yeah and everyone was like just down to clown yeah because <laughs> like i moved to Penguin, which is the 35 people per class and mm. i was related to most everybody and we saw so much of each other that the drama was way more and i think richfield was just the right enough size that you couldn't see people enough where there was drama yeah yeah there were multiple classes and you would have different groups of people and in like you would be like excited to see someone because we had like five buildings yes i can't wait to have class with you in five hours <laughs> dexter and i were always late for biology because we were like fuck this we're gonna take our time <laughs> we're gonna catch up oh, that's amazing <laughs> yeah our bill i i mean our buildings were far apart that they had to like there was a five minute break and then they had to change it to seven. They had to change it to seven. And people were still booking oh, it across yeah. the fields. Like, God forbid you have to stop in the building where your locker's at to grab People something. were carrying pounds of books on their back. I know. That's why I have the disc problem. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Blame the mech. <laughs> the mech. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. I loved about Richfield was, because in Penguich, sports were everything. In Richfield, the arts department, the drama department, they were making way more money for the mm-hmm. school. They were pulling down way more titles The band was really good. They had yeah. a really good band director. And the, the sports were doing okay compared to South Samir. Basketball well, I just was think, always I just think football, and I'm like, football was always such a joke, but always so much fun. Football yeah. games were fun. Football games were way fun. So much fun. And I feel like that really, because they did the student section, and we were all, it was like camaraderie. Yeah. 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 And like sometimes the band kids would come over, because like the band section was right next to the student section. Yes. So... So we could intermingle a little bit. Yeah. What were you doing on Friday nights? Friday nights were interesting. I was definitely an introvert. Like, I was, like, the class clown and stuff. But, like, I didn't really want to deal with my mother and her moods. Mm -hmm. I was also, like, her best friend. Um, 
so I had to... You were her only company. Yeah. Yeah, because your parents got divorced. I had to babysitter a lot, I feel like. I feel like I was always babysitting her. Oh, you're speaking to my soul here. Oh, right? So it's like, uh, I don't know. And, like, I was always super into, like, cinema and stuff. So I, for me, reading a book or watching a movie. But if I'm out and about, we're mm-hmm. dragging Maine, we're toilet papering, mm-hmm. we're coming up with some random-ass prank. You go still, uh, we would still a lot of things from the DI Donation Center. Oh, like the back <laughs> road? back way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then just go drop them off on people's front porches. Corey Shear, every every holiday, we would steal something from the DI and put it on his lawn, on his front porch. <laughs> and lo- with a note about how much we were in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> just like dumb shit like that. Like, you guys are doing wild things. I love them. Yeah, but it was like innocent It was fun. innocent wild None things. None of us were doing drinking or doing drugs. Like, I know people were, and I was friends with those people, but like, my crew, I was the baddest girl just because I didn't go to Mormon. I just go to Mormon. I'm at church. You like, uh, stopped going to seminary. No, I met uh, Jamie. She's two years older than me. I met her in seminary. She was like an emo punk pop girl. People were just in seminary tolerating it. Well, we all had to go. Our parents made us. Yeah. They all signed us up for release time. Uh-huh. Which is a class period that they in expect Utah. you to, in Utah. They expect you to take it every, every uh, semester. Like you take it all year long. It's an hour. And you go to a building that's on a school property yep. that the church owns, and you learn about the church. It's like the Mormon it's church. Sunday school. Yeah, it's you Sunday learn about every day. the Book of Mormon or the Old Testament or the New Testament or yeah. the restoration of the gospel. They do like one book a year, right? Yeah, yeah. And you have to memorize scriptures. Yeah, you have to have your favorite scripture. Mine was Jesus wept. You're welcome, Brother Polson. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not happy about that. <laughs> now he loved me. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Then they had to sign seating because people would always, like, either sit in the front or the back. Yeah, they were trying to, like, put the good kids and the bad kids together so we could rub off on each other. Yes. Yeah. Which I liked. I liked that, too. I liked also sitting by, like, the rebellious kids because... Mm-hmm. They were hilarious. We were funny, were yeah. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> the skaters. <laughs> I remember, uh, I just realized I probably had a crush on this girl because I kept staring at her. Who was it? I don't remember her name. Uh... But older? I also was just, yeah, she was older and she would just kind of glare at me. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I really like the way your hair looks. And I'm like, I couldn't like stop staring at her. Oh, you're so bad. I'm so it. weird. No, you're not. I was just so weird. People would get, people would get obsessed over the South Severe rivalry mm-hmm. in seminary. And I, one time I stood up and left the class <laughs> and I was like, fuck the younger me because I was like. I will not be part of um, this. Uh, who's on the Lord's side who? And then just like what left. <laughs> this is not reverent. What? <laughs> I was. Um... No, I met Jamie. I cared very much about the South Severe people. Go ahead. I met Jamie in seminary. She was two years older than me. So our group, it was Jamie, emo girl, emo pop punk girl. Um, she was like Avril Lavigne, not like <laughs> I was, I was authentic. I'm never, ever going to live that <laughs> Like, I have some real ferocity on my eyes right now. In my eyes right now. But, uh, um, and then Kendra was second in command on the cheerleading squad. Kendra Buchanan? Kendra Torgerson. Torgerson. And then um, Stacy Wick, who was super religious. And then Kim Christensen, who was on the basketball team. Like, we had a very diverse crew. Yeah, you were <laughs> But we were, just, we were just down to clown. Yeah. Know? We weren't always the seminary brothers were the seminary teachers, mm-hmm. all very fun people. Yeah, in in Richfield, not in Bewitch. Yeah. No, 
Um, seminary, I think, was way fun. I loved seminary. I thought it was yeah. fun. Aside from not getting credit. Yeah. <laughs> which I desperately needed. It wasn't a bad time. Uh-uh. And they gave you donuts. And they made it fun. And you could lie about reading your scriptures and they'd give you donuts. Well, it's like, what are you going to do? Fell me? Cool. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Not bring anybody else donuts because I didn't read? Well, um, I thought it was a nice little break. Because it did kind of take the pressure off because you knew you weren't getting a grade on it. Yeah. Even though sometimes you take your seminary grade home and you get in trouble <laughs> because you weren't passing enough. You weren't being righteous enough with the Lord or whatever. I never got in trouble, but I also... I don't know if they graded in Richfield, but they did not pay much. Really? I get in trouble. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, Grandma. Well, it was just like... Okay. <laughs> All right. You, re- you think I'd give a flying Christ about this? <laughs> a flying Christ? Yeah. <laughs> get, get your shit together. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I just had to move here because my mom's abusive. But whatever. It's cool. Uh, let, me, let me do better in seminary. I, had, I hung out a lot with the people that were, like, in band. Mm-hmm. Um, also. Band was really cool, by the way. Like people, It was really cool. People are, like, like, you know, like the high school movie Hollywood stereotype is band dorks. Yeah, there were definitely nerds on the band, but yes. we loved those motherfuckers. But they were nerds. all they were all cool. badass. Yeah. yeah. Um. So before I moved to Richfield, I was on a clogging dance team mm-hmm. in Green Valley Cloggers. Green Valley Cloggers, and so I found I saw I recognized mm-hmm. two people from clogging, and so I kind of just was like, "Hey, I know you from clogging," and they were like, "Rad, come sit with us at lunch." Right. And all we would do, what would we do? Just dick around town. Yeah, totally dicking around. 100%. We would never... I, I was telling my grandma... I would always tell my grandma, we're not we're not bad kids. No. We're rebellious, but, like, within the limits. Like, we're not rebellious. Yeah, like, I don't want to go destroy property, but I do want to go make do something hilarious to your property. Yes. Like, window chalk was huge. Yeah. Like, I'm not, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not... I'm not graffitiing anything. I'm not stealing anything. I'm not smoking anything. I'm not drinking anything. Yeah. I'm just running around this small town mm-hmm. with my friends and laughing my ass off. Yeah. And like dragging Maine was huge too because like there was literally nothing to do. Like bowling. We had a bowling alley, two yeah. theaters. The same people owned them. I worked at the theater when I was 14, which was awesome. And um, just like we would just cruise Maine and just mess with people. Yeah. And Cop- then- Did you guys play Cops and Robbers too? Did you ever do that? No, but we would play night games. I we would games, We would go yeah. to people's house- on a Friday night, we would just, like, switch whoever's house. Never my house. Mm-hmm. We were going to. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Pick me up. I'll be on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> also, people knew that my mom was just, like... My mom was had sketchy people around. And I probably kept, was sketchy. I kept my mom's craziness very low-key. Yeah, I'm just like... Mm. I was just like, oh, no, just not in my house, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we would go to somebody's house, and then afterwards, we would just, like, go to the park. Yeah. Oh, and this was before anybody really had cell phones. Did you have a cell phone? I, uh... So I was, I was in Panguitch for, so the, the thing, the, the thing that sucks with having a mom that's mentally ill is the, I, maybe it's gaslighting, but like the reason why I left is she was choking me out every day. Like, like probably like five times a week. Physically choking you? Till I'd go limp. Yeah. So. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I mean, she's violent. My mom's violent. She's got a lot of, she's, you know, she, I feel like she was the least violent with me. She used to like, beat the shit out of my brother Jake, mm-hmm. um, which he doesn't remember any of it. Which, Which means, is also, oh my god. Well, I said that, I'm like, when you remember, I will be here for you. And he's like, I just let things go, Bobby. And I'm like, no, when you remember, I'll be here for you, okay, but I love yeah. you, you know? It'll come back. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. But uh, I didn't think anything of it. I honestly thought, 
all this crazy shit that was going on, I thought was normal for the most part. I knew people had better home lives, but I also, my best friend growing up, Abby, the first time we met, I was at my dad's apartment and he was on meth. He also told us that he talked to the devil in that very apartment and then we had to like spend the night there. God. (laughs) But he's just on meth. Um, But uh, I met my friend Abby and I went hung over at her house and Mm -hmm. that very day, her dad came in and just started like beating the shit out of her mom, screaming at her, telling her he's going to kill her. So I was like, oh, everyone's doing this. <laughs> oh, this is a, normal. This is just normal, right? Everyone's parents are fucked up. But it's also Which like, I think they are. I think that's, I mean, in one respect or another, yeah, right? Yeah, And I knew that I didn't really have anywhere to go. My mom was very good about beating it into our heads that if we ever told anyone, they'd take us away. Yeah. And, and she, we'd never see each other again. Yes, like they would hold that over our heads, like... If you tell, uh-huh. you'll never see your siblings again because you'll be split up. Right. And you're older, mm-hmm. so you're going to be far worse. Well, I mean, I was the baby, so it was like, they're just going to molest your little sister. I hope you're ready for that. God. And it's like, we have so many, we're Mormons. We have so many relatives. Yeah. <laughs> Even the bishop probably would have taken us in. My mom threw a book of Mormon at the bishop once in front of my sister. <laughs> <clears throat> we were talking about the other day, laughing our asses off. She's like... You should have seen his face. I'm like, I can't even imagine. Like, we were used to it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, but... But talking to you has made me realize that if all of us would have reported our parents, we would have overloaded the system. Oh, right. <laughs> we would have. And they wouldn't have taken us... They, You know what? Cops were aware of our situations. The cops were aware. Uh, because of my dad being on meth and my mom liking drama, they would seriously, like, he'd come home every other weekend. They'd scream at each other all weekend long. They'd probably fuck for hours on Sunday and then he'd send her flowers. But during that weekend, the cops got called at least twice. Yeah. So like they knew the cops did, they were very careful. They gave us care. Like uh, they, they were good to us. We talked, you know, I think they probably could have done more, but I also think my dad only started caring about the abuse when he started dating his wife oh so i knew i didn't really have my mom was my constant even though she was my aggressor she was my constant mm. so it was just kind of like whatever and then when she's choking me out my brother zach found out he's older than me and he's like you're it was christmas vacation he's like you're leaving i'm leaving i'm taking you and jake and you're leaving right now wow and um so like for i stayed in penguin for the whole my whole freshman year the rest of my freshman year after christmas vacation and then by the time sophomore year started again Especially because Jake was very angry at me. Yeah. Jake was way... I mean, I was popular, but he was, like, the it boy. I yeah. wanted him. Yeah. He was drumming, like... Yeah, <laughs> he, had, he was pretty rad. Yeah, he was, like, the whatever. He was Jake Alvey. <laughs> um, but he hated it because Penguin is this hokey-ass... Yes. Jake's, Jake's intelligent, too. He's a pilot. He's a very smart man. But it was a very much a step down. Yeah. And he kind of gave me a lot of shit for that. And he told me... He didn't think he was gonna really go out back unless I went back mm. and if I didn't go, like he was pissed he was pissed that we were there yeah so between that and, like my own anxiety and making it probably a bigger deal than it was I we went back for sophomore year sophomore year school-wise was great and my mom was kind of busy yeah with her new husband yeah but he was going to rehab he was like kind of sexually assaulting me and Jake God. <laughs> he was like invading our privacy mm-hmm. he would like hold my dog's parvo shot over my head. Like, I'm not going to give your dog your parvo shot then. And me growing up to understand why that's such a threat. Uh, we used to, we had a puppy farm. Uh, we had basset hounds and we'd have two litters a year. And for the, the final two years before we finally just stopped, we, our yard got parvo. So I had to watch like 
Bobby. Like 32 puppies. Oh my god. Die horrible deaths. Oh my god. Like I remember I had one in my hand because he died. Bobby. And I hopped the fence and like all of his bowels just <gasps> no. went all over me. And he was this cute little white basset hound puppy, all white. His name was Ralph. R.I.P. Ralph. I love you, buddy. But, uh... That's devastating. So to hold that over my head was very abusive. What a yeah. fucking asshole. But, like, I just thought that shit was going on, you know? You just thought that that was normal adult behavior. But yeah, and then, like, you go to my mom's parents' house, and they're better. Because at least they have food, and... Yeah. Stable source of food. <laughs> and, like... There's not, like... Yeah. Rodents in your house. <laughs> yeah. They're not... I mean, my grandma's a hoarder, but it's a different kind of hoarding. Like, she hoards, like food and stuff which I'm I guess okay with and then all my siblings lived in the town at the time so I had like support with my sister and my brothers so it was good but like uh I forgot where it's headed with this because of ADHD but (laughs) (laughs) um Um, cell phones oh yeah so I started working in Pingwich um and so when I when I moved back and forth I would still go work every weekend in Pingwich even when I was living in Richfield and I lived in Richfield um saw my whole senior year okay so my whole senior year i would go back and forth and when i was a junior my mom was like i want to get a hold of you and i was working and i was making a lot of money because i was waiting tables yes so she said i could get a cell phone on her name as long as i paid for my phone her husband's phone and her phone. holy <laughs> fuck <laughs> my yeah. mom and your mom should just never meet well you know it's funny thing is is eventually she just stopped paying the bills but she was collecting the money for me and we owed over a thousand dollars and she tried to get me to pay it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> to your damn self. Oh. <laughs> so that thing where I had like the one, I had one cell phone and I was paying for it. And it was probably like 70 bucks. And they're like, add a line for $10. So like, okay, well we're adding a line for $10. So we're only going to pay like 20 bucks. No. And it's like, no, we're separating everything's together. Yes. So don't text. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had pay per minute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. After 9 p.m., free. I didn't, no, I, I was after limits. that. I was you after were? That, yeah. But character okay. limits, texting. My main point was is that it was, this was before you really could get a hold yeah. of anybody. Like, you had to go out and find them. It's like, yeah. have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? When he's like, do you no. have like a, what, do you have like a cell phone number or something? She's like, no. He's like, well, how do I find you? She's like, you just come look. Yeah. And he's like, I don't understand that. And I'm like, I get that. Yes. <laughs> he's got to go find You just people. like go down Main Street and be like, your intuition is like, uh, I think they're down the street. And well, you find them. And certain people hung out at certain places too. Yes, like the, yeah. there was the Albertsons parking lot crew. And yeah. Like the Chevron crew or the premium crew. Yes. And... The premium. Hot people. <laughs> <laughs> the Maverick crew, which was less desirable. And... Um, like, but like my mom, my whoever I was, just give an address. It's a small town, mm-hmm. so you could find them. Yeah, and like honestly, like uh, especially like on the last day of school and stuff, everybody was out. You could yes. find literally everybody. Yeah, Every, and like everyone was kind of fucking with each other too. What? On the last day of school, did you not have like? Were you not involved in the huge citywide fuckery that was going on? What's the fuckery? So is it fucking or fucking with you? No, I was, I was a virgin till my twenties. Um, Same. <laughs> I was a very, I was a square, but I like to go out and have wild times. We feel like we have like a huge. You're talking about like pranks? Pranks, water fights. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like my sister came to town just to hang out with us. She was the older one, but she, we all loaded, she had my grandpa's pickup. We all loaded up in the back of the pickup, filled it up with a bunch of shit, just went around and found all of our friends just to fuck people up. That's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like I went in high, that was like an, 
middle school. So in high school, I know we did it too. <laughs> I feel like I've seen. I feel like you were there. I no, not. <laughs> or it was so traumatic that I just blocked it out. Well, I mean, Allison was there, so I mean, you could have been that oh. far away. <laughs> Allison's mom and my mom grew up. Yeah. Together, mm-hmm. and then she moved here. And then when we moved here... Why didn't everybody move here? And Googler, too? I have no clue. It's still on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Always and forever, senior Googler. So then we became friends. And, and then we would hang out. But then I think... It was seasonal, yeah. Like, it was seasonal. And then she would just talk about me behind yeah. my back. So I felt very hurt about that. But that was... So we weren't you hanging understand out. how that was her own insecurity, yes. right? But back in the day, it hurt like hell. Hurt. It all hurt like hell. Yeah. Figuring out who people were and like, yeah, had a big, big toll on my confidence. Mm-hmm. I and also the abuse at home and yeah. like, not wondering like wondering if you're just when's it gonna end and will I ever be worthy and like. And also, I thought that maybe I had like something wrong with autism you. or something. Oh, do you think you might? I think I might. I just don't pick up on the social cues, oh. and then I. But I also think. I think, I think, no, I think you're overly sensitive for those social cues because, like, you are worried all the time that, like, you're putting me on and stuff. Yes. And I'm like, dude, you're in my house. Like, if I didn't like you, you would not I'm always here. like, uh, <laughs> do I stink? And you're like, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I get that, too, because, uh, like, like, breathing loudly while I sleep. My sister made me feel self-conscious about that. And so, like, it took me forever to, like, spend the night at a guy's house. Like, really? I breathe too loud. <laughs> uh, I had like, a sleepover I'm... with my friends in the front yard of my house so we could look at the stars mm-hmm. and so that I could try to cuddle with this really hot guy that was cuddling with somebody else so never mind bastard um, you know who you are <laughs> but, <laughs> you know how you hurt me you know who you are you're probably never listening to this um, but I snored because we were outside mm-hmm. and like hello people snore people everybody snores because this is part of Mormon culture for women you yeah. have to be perfect. Perfect. So you and I are both not we're not like morbidly obese or anything. We're bigger girls. We're yep. curvy. Yeah. We're fucking sexy. But uh, like absolutely. we're not a twig. You know. We're not in the mold of, of Utah yeah. snow bunny person. Yeah. And like we're also I just I I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this a million times, but like I was down south like yesterday (laughs) and some of the conversations that are still going on where it's just like how do you function in society like it is still kind of lame to give your girl an orgasm what and it's like what it's like using a human body as masturbation in my mind like we're both there i have way higher risk because i can get girls get stds faster yeah and i can get knocked up Mm mm-hmm and mm-hmm. in Mormon culture, you're unworthy. Yeah. There's lots of Girls are way more unworthy than guys. Yes. I can't wait to talk about that. Mm. <laughs> um, but so it's like, there's a I'm really glad I married a 5 eighth guy who gives me <laughs> orgasms. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Skyline. Jesus. Sometimes I get, like, bitchy about it, and I know that it has a lot to do with Mormonism, and I can be, like, a city boy, and it just, like, doesn't happen. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah. But now I get, like, aggressive, like, not aggressive, just bitchy about it, where I'm like, seriously? Yeah. 
If you knew you are going to come in three pumps, maybe you should have fucking eaten me out for a little bit longer before you put your dick inside me. Yeah, or like practice on the way over here so that you <laughs> can like... Or rub one out before you get yes, here. Yes, like a couple days before, <laughs> gear well, up for this longevity. Like, I'm way into being understanding about it because I don't want to make anyone feel self-conscious with sexuality. Yeah. But the fact that we've constantly been treated a certain way because of sexuality, we yes. have to be the Madonna and then the second we get married, we have to be the whore. Yes. And we have a bunch of guys that I don't think are being selfish. They just are unaware. Very unaware. Yeah. Because you know what our sex ed is. It's just shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have learned more from my Skyline employees that are 12 years <laughs> younger than me about sex than I did in fucking school. Oh. <laughs> My grandma tried to corner me when I was getting married and was like, I have to explain some things to you. And I was like, grandma, I was in health class. Mm -hmm. I have a computer. Yeah. I know what goes on down there. My grandma was like, okay, dude, it was so funny because my grandma told me, okay, first of all, my grandma's in her eighties and every time I see her, she tells me some fucked up information. Like (laughs) that's just her just getting it off her chest before she dies. Well, I think she just trusts me. I think I'm like, because I have been the most judged. I'm the least judgmental. I see. You know what I mean? And like, okay. she's done her fair share of judging me and everyone kind of judges me. Like when, so my parents were the first in the family to get divorced. So, but they needed to get divorced and I needed a support system. Yes. But when my mom's little brother got divorced, <laughs> um, my grandma was like, you need to go over and talk to your cousins. They need support. It's like, I need the support. Yeah. And they're just, they're fine. They just, don't, they just don't like each other anymore. They're, yeah. like, not beating the hell out of each other. No no one's on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's getting fed. Yeah. You know? They're fine. <laughs> They're fine. But, um, she told me that she thinks, my grandpa, who was also in his 80s, still thinks that every time they have sex, she has an orgasm. And she, like, LOL'd about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is your grandma a good actress or something? Well, okay. So, my grandpa told her, because my... My grandma got put in a sticky situation from the get-go because my mom was conceived out of wedlock. Okay. So the whole story is this. My grandma is from Salt Lake. Her and her sister, uh, Kathleen, I think it was Kathleen, moved down to Bryce to work for the summer. Okay. For the Forest Service, which is common. Very common. Everyone does that, you know? I mean, I'm not. I'm not yeah. <laughs> trying to be outdoors. But most people uh, will spend some time either doing forest fires or working for the Forest Service. That's just part of the BLM. That's just part of our culture. Yeah. So she lived, she went down there and my grandpa asked her sister out originally mm. and she was like, no, I have a boyfriend. And my grandpa goes, I'll go. <laughs> Just so embarrassing and sad. <laughs> and my grandpa was like this greaser and he drinks coffee and I think he was a drinker at the time. But, uh, they, I think maybe the first time I had sex, they got pregnant with my mom and it was oh. 1959. You do not. Nope. There will be no abortions here. So, um, she moved in like they got married she moved in and he told her from the get-go we will be having sex i will be having sex every day if you're there or not it's up to you whoa (laughs) so they have i guess they have sex like every day but and i've known about that my whole life but my grandma um and i were talking like earlier this week and i was just like it's so like i'm like Culture, this culture is so fucking stupid. Like, dude, need, dudes need to step up their game. Yeah. I'm like, and like, they think just because they put their dick in you, you're gonna have an orgasm. <laughs> and my grandma's like, your grandpa thinks I have an orgasm <laughs> every time we have sex. <laughs> and we both were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you think the man would learn? 
Because I don't think she's even acting. I think she's just like, all right, cool, you done? Okay, have a good day. Oh, so she's not acting about it either. Yeah, he's just like, she must have. That's how it Slapped works. Slapped her on the ass. <laughs> That's the mechanic. That's my girl. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, Would you ever go back to Richfield? Live there? I think Richfield's beautiful. I've been thinking about moving back to Cambridge more than anything. Really? Just, um... Just because I love it there. It's Bryce Canyon, you know? It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And that's one of the big things with with Utah. Like, if it was just the politics and this was, like, Nebraska, I would have left. Oh, yeah. So long ago. <laughs> I feel like if I had kids, uh, like, the whole Annie Banks thing I loved. Oh, yeah. I would have a, growing up, have lots of cool things. Growing up was fun, I think, down there. Um, and I can imagine it was only funner if your family wasn't in complete shambles you know <laughs> so he had it been like a weight yeah. hunter like there's people like tanner and stuff who ne- he left but he's never gonna he's never gonna like he's gonna be there all the time like he's yes there now. Yeah. yeah he's there right now he's there right now he and brader both hit me up and said i'm so glad you're looking for him let us know yeah we're gonna i i want to just mention it now but we'll do a little a little we'll start the podcast we're looking for steven benjamin yeah anybody reading this or listening to this even if it's steve and you, you want to tell me, hey, fuck off. Yeah, back up. I'm fine with that, but we're all really like... We all think of you. There's so many people reaching out being like... Where's Steve? Where is Steve? I think about him all the time. I think about him all the time. And we're doing this... We're all looking for him right now. We were we were meeting. We were just shooting the shit with people. Like, with each other. The mm-hmm. first time we were going to record a podcast together. And mm-hmm. we just, like, sat down. And then, like, he was one of the first people we brought up. I was like, you know who I think of all the time? Stephen Benjamin. And you're like, everybody asks me about Mm -hmm. that kid. It has been on our minds for 15 years. Hope you're well. Hope he's well. Well, and, like, even, like, the super Mormon people, like, Brayden and Tanner, were like, I was like, I want him to know. Because there was, maybe he's dead. Maybe he's transitioning. A lot of people have said that. Really? Which I never got that vibe from him. Like, but I don't know what the vibe is. No. But, like, someone said he might be on drugs. Yeah. Someone said he might be in trouble with the law, but everyone who had an opinion about where he was said, whatever it is, I want him to know that yeah. I support him and I miss him. Wow. Even all these, like, judgmental... People who were whatever. not even, like, in his specific group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Everybody's trying to say hi. We will continue to mention Stephen Benjamin. I want to know where he's at. Even just to tell me now. And, like, I, his dad doesn't know where he's at, but it's like, so my parents don't know where I'm at really. Either, yeah. You know? Like, the, that's the thing is, like, people are kind of, like, shocked that, like, Mr. Benjamin, our teacher, Our teacher, he know. was really liberal. Like, yeah, that's what Lindy said. She's like, he was so liberal with all of us. And I was like, well, what if he was liberal at school and not at home? How hard must that have been? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I. Uh, this is all speculation. Of course. Yeah. But you and I know what it's like to try to put hard boundaries mm-hmm. in people in our lives, family members. Right. So I'm not judging people for like disappearing and like putting hard boundaries in. It would be really hard to be the opposite end of that situation if you loved him. Well, like just that in the way, like, cause Mr. Benjamin's conservative and stuff in real life. But yeah. like he was he, a good, to me, a good teacher, like Mr. Hurd was the same way. Super Republican, but he's like, I'm just going to teach you what this is and you, you decide. We'll discuss it. Yeah, like, the best teachers taught us critical thinking skills. Yeah, and, and they Benjamin made us huge on that. question everything. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Yeah, thanks, Teach. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Benjamin. Like, cause, and that's a, that's a hard thing, too, is because, like, everyone I've talked to, too, is like, I love Mr. Benjamin. How's he doing? And he, like, emailed me, and we talked. But I was like, 
my mom wasn't even heavily in society like that. When people come to me and tell me how badass my mom was, I felt so trapped. Yes. That I could, I felt like someone could never a muzzle contradict them. Yeah. Yep. Like, like muzzled me. Because it's like, no matter what I tell you now, you already have your opinion that she's the best. Yeah. Even though my home life is bad. Yes. It's very bad. Yes. And so you have that anyways, and then you add the religious thing too. So Steve's probably leaving, separating himself from politi- politically. Yes. And then if there's some sexuality stuff going on, that's extra. Yeah. And then add the Mormon stuff. Yep. Because Mr. Benjamin is super religious. Yep. But I do also want to say that in the past couple years, especially with the pandemic, I feel like a lot of us from school days have reached out and tried to like check in on each other. Yeah. I was talking to um, Sarah Lyman, our, our student body president. Mm-hmm. Um, Triceratops. Hello. Hey. Uh, about a 15 year reunion this year. And mm-hmm. she was like, Oh, I, number one, didn't realize it has been 15 years. Number two, it's a pandemic, so it's probably not going to happen. And I said, I'm just willing to help with that. And sorry, I've been MIA, but like, I don't know. I feel like we are all in this kind of reconnect phase. Yeah. It's like, we have a new attitude about a lot of things. I think we've had like a lot, because like for me, this is why I really empathize with Steve is because I had to leave a lot of things behind. Yes. A lot of important people. And I'm just now understanding that I can separate the two. Yeah. Like, I cannot talk to my mom and still be tied with the people I went to high school with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I just don't feel like I had the capacity at the time to under explain myself, and I felt like I needed to, and now I'm just like, it is what it is. Like, yes. She still has the same house. Go find her. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't give her my fucking number, or else you can't have it. Yes. <laughs> like, boundaries. I've learned how to set boundaries. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've, we're all on social media. Mm-hmm. Well... Not all of us are on social media. Stephen Benjamin isn't. I barely am. Yeah. If it wasn't for my Instagram, no one would know where the hell I am. And if it wasn't for my business that I was running through uh-huh. social media, I would not have it because it is such a trap. Say, I'm like, I have my artist stuff on it and we're going to do the podcast stuff on it. Like, I'm very uncomfortable with getting back on social media and like having to go hard because of this to promote yeah. this. Yep. But. Because putting your life on display. It's a trap. And it's all fake anyway mm-hmm. nobody sees that i'm like pretty much brawless and <laughs> pantsless most you days amazing. shut up i don't hear it <laughs> thank you um um but yeah that like but we've we've kind of like been through this social media cycle so we've all kind of been catching up with each other anyway uh-huh. but i think like what if we just like went on a uh class-wide denny's run and just <laughs> all showed denny's. up at denny's in salina mm-hmm. and just said how the fuck are you to everyone i mean i think it's like a good idea in theory i heard the tenure was a disaster like a disaster yeah i didn't go i have not been to the five oh, or the tenure i don't really have a desire to go either like i don't have any like i have a lot of negative things to say about penguin high school but ritual i don't really have anything negative to say i think a few people sucked but everyone was aware that they sucked. Mm. I know you feel differently about it, and I get that. But, like, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. If Stephen Benjamin's going to be there, I'll go. <laughs> well, we, you you know where everybody is. I don't. I mean, like, I do and I don't. Yeah. I guess it's weird that people seek me out, too. I must have been put a question mark on a lot of people's minds. I don't know. Well, we got reconnected. Yeah, well, we've been social media connected. Well, yeah, I feel like everyone's been social media connected. And then I got a, a one of our classmates became my stalker. And that was scary. And it was around the same time that we were reconnecting too. Yeah. But I like when I changed my phone number, I, well, and I, I also suffer from depression. So 
uh, it's proven that social media does not help your depression. Yes. So I uh, got rid of social media. For, like, it was just like time. <laughs> you it know? was like the thing to do. But like, I also feel her are my stalker because it's like, she saw me on social media and I try to be as authentic as possible, but you can't, you, it's impossible. Yeah. And she built up a different relationship than what we had. Yeah. And she would start going to like places that I would go to, like, and talk about me. She like got in touch with my brother and said that we were like really good friends and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I think social media is scary. Yeah. But like. It's part of the facade. It's a huge part of the facade and I hate it. And. People were wiser to not get involved anyway. I think you got to though. You got to just test it out and then be like, oh yeah, no. Yeah, but I, I was addicted to the attention, the positivity. Well, it's a, it's a pheromones, right? Yeah. It's like getting likes. I'm still, I'm still the same way. Like, I haven't painted for months. And it's because the second I start painting, I'm like, can't wait to post this to see how many people will like it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not painting then. Until yeah, because you're doing it for the mindset. wrong yeah. reasons. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> and like, yeah. when I do paint with that mindset, I don't like what comes out. Yep. Like, if I just sit down and paint because I want something, or, like, an afghan, like, I just yeah, like someone afghan because I love them. Yeah. I love it way more. Yep. <laughs> and. Yeah. Yeah. But there have been people who have just, I think it's probably just because I've always just been, like, outrageous. Um, I think you are very kind to people despite the differences that you may have. Like, we didn't grow up in the same crowds. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you were hanging out with anybody I was hanging out with. I think I hung out with everybody, legitimately. I never hang out with you, though. We ha- we had to hang out once. I don't think you... Okay, when I say hang out, I mostly mean in school. Okay, in school. Because I hung out with a few people outside of school, and I did that very rarely. Okay. Because A, my mom would lose her shit in the drop of a hat. Yeah. I remember one time I went to uh, the movies with Kenzie Patterson, R.I.P., another person who's died. And then we walked out, and... But he was just right on Main Street. And yeah. one of my good friends pulled up beside us. And she's like, hop in! So we went Dragon Main. Yeah. Kinsey hopped in with a guy. And I was like, I don't care, whatever. It's not, yeah. my, it's not my bitch. Yeah. And my mom called Kinsey and said, hey, where's Bobby? And she goes, oh, she hopped in with a guy. She was one with a guy. Yeah. And so my mom calls Jamie, who had a cell phone. I don't have a phone. Yeah. And Jamie's holding the phone, like, a foot away from her face. And she can scream. My mom's screaming at her. Oh, and I've never seen Jamie drive so fast. And then the next time I saw her, she's like, I've been thinking about this a lot. And I know this is really hard to say, but you, there is something wrong with your mom. Like, mm. That was so out of control. She's like, we weren't doing anything wrong. Somebody with a stable yeah. view of what's going yeah. on is like making you aware of that. And she always like, let me like her mom. She must've told her mom too, because I was always welcome at their house for oh, anything. Yeah. But I was very uncomfortable with that too, because I thought that every mom was like that and was going to explode at any minute. Oh. Uh. Yeah, so. tiptoes, eggshells. <laughs> eggshells. Yeah. And it took me up until about seven years ago when I first started hanging out with the Josies. Um, her, her, I was sitting at with, we were smoking a bowl in her room, and her mom came in and she goes, Caitlin, it smells like weed in here. And I was like, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. Oh, that set off the panic because yeah. it was triggering. And Caitlin was like, shut up and sit down. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for her too. And I told her about, I was hanging out with her over the week and she, really understood that I was panicked a lot Mm. and kind of didn't get it, Mm -hmm. but was also like, let's not have you do that anymore. Yeah. Which I really appreciate. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but 
I was a Taurus too. I've always said I was the observer of the human condition. <laughs> like yeah. I don't like to get too close to people just because of life. And I always thought people were just like fun and interesting. So it just depended on my mood who I was yeah. with. But I feel like I, I honestly feel like I hung out with everybody. And I had like different groups too. I had a main group, but then I like loved, I loved so many people mm-hmm. until I found out that like, maybe they didn't love me back. And I was like, oh, I've only been giving nothing but love. Mm-hmm. That hurts. But I'm also a child. We're all children. Yeah. Teenagers are still children. children. Teenagers are really awful too. It is so hard to it's be a teenager. Per- well, and it's like, okay, we talked about all this home life shit we have going on, but it's like, so let's discuss the meat, this hormones out the ass. Yes. And then we're getting raised in this religion that says, don't touch your body. Yes. Don't touch anyone else's body. Yeah. Don't think dirty thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> like none of that shit. And you have to be straight. <laughs> yeah. You have to so that's personal <laughs> trial over here. Well, I mean, you are bi, but everyone thought I was gay. Everyone thought you were gay? My, my mom and grandma asked me that to this day. My grandma just assumes that I'm a lesbian. Oh, my grandma is just like, well, I'm glad where you are. You are where you are. I'm glad you ended up where you ended up. With a man. Yeah, with a man. With a college degree. I'm glad you ended up with Spence too, because I love him. But (laughs) yes, he's a good boy. He's very good. (laughs) Very lucky. But also. I felt so happy when he came down and just said hi to. He just like, from the bench, he's like, hi. Hi. He's like, oh, hi, Spence. You served us um, our first alcohol alcoholic beverage. beverage. Not his first, but our together. Yeah. We had left the church already. So let me tell you something. When Kendra Clark leaves the church, you never expect that to happen. I love you very much, but I always knew you were the Mormon girl. Forever. I was like, she's always been a Mormon girl. Wow. Um, so you coming into my restaurant randomly. Yes. Because I knew you worked there because you posted a picture. Oh. Oh, no. I was like, you posted a picture of you but serving wasn't it and like I your messaged first you. Date or something? No. Then you guys got to Buka for like a first date or something? We went to Buka for our second date. Oh, okay. And then we were recreating the memories. We were, the, our first, our second date, we hiked the Enzyme Peak. Uh-huh. And then we went to Buka to Bethel. Hiking, huh? <laughs> That's the, I know. We were trying, my definition of hell. We were really trying to impress each other by <laughs> pretending we were active. Yeah. I mean, everyone, that's tender in Utah. Everyone's yeah. like, let's go for a hike. I'm like, nope. And then we're like, what is an easy hike? So we hiked Enzyme Peak. And then, so we're recreating our date. Mm-hmm. We decide we're going to hike Enzyme Peak. We don't get very far. And we're like, let's just say Sit. we <laughs> Let's just. Let's go eat pasta. <laughs> we'll get some carbs in us. And we've left the church. And my cousin's living in my basement. And it's hell. She's very stressful person personality to. Is she Mormon too? Was she Mormon? No. Okay. I was the last Mormon person. Okay. So. That doesn't surprise me either. Like, yeah. I was like. Even though I wasn't Mormon, I really respected you. I mean, you have said, like, you were judging, but I never got that vibe from you. And I really respected that you were just strong in your convictions and you were doing your own thing. I was trying not to be judgy. No, but, like, how you said, like, oh, I was judging this person with that. I was like, never would have thought it. Yeah. <laughs> never would have thought well, it. Well, and that was, like, an internal <laughs> battle, right? Because, like, isn't I... That, isn't that every teenager, though? I thought I was gay. Yeah. But then I was trying to learn how not to be gay. Right. So I would say shit that was, like... You can change yeah. it. Yeah. You can. Anyway, we're walking into your restaurant. I'm like, hi. And you're like. I don't even, I didn't know who it was you at first. I was like, hey. And you were my only table and I was pissed to be there. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, they were pissed? Well, oh. yeah. No, no, no. Like, let me tell you something. When I'm waiting tables, I'm always pissed. But let me tell you, when you're pissed off, that makes you the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like my attitude. I, I love, here's my favorite thing, waiting tables. 
when a woman's giving you attitude and you go, you look at the husband and go, oh, okay, yeah, I'll get that right for you. Ah. Like, I kind of like, seriously, this is who you're dating? This is who you're with? <laughs> you got balls on you, girl. Well, you have to. I mean, serving, whatever. Two thirteen an hour, what are you going to do? Yeah. Not tip me, cold drink. Um, but yeah, I served you your first alcoholic beverage. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm here to order an alcohol. <laughs> And can you you're like, like what? what kind? <laughs> and you're, you're like, like okay, um, what? Okay, what kind? And it's like, I'm gonna hook you up, girl. I was like, I don't know what I like because I've never drank before. She got a sangria. You gave me a sangria and it was delicious. It was delicious, and it did. made me feel relaxed. It made your butthole tingle a little. and warm inside. <laughs> no, nothing makes my butthole tingle because I'm Mexican. <laughs> People are like. Oh, you ate these really, really hot wings. You need wipes. And I'm like, I don't think so. But thanks for the concern. Oh, so. God. I wish I wasn't so white. Like, if I have a spicy chicken from, uh... Speaking of homophobes, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Why do those homophobes know how to make the best chicken? Yeah. It's a tragedy, but I don't go there anymore. I boycotted it for, like, four years, and it didn't go away. So I was like, why, why deprive myself? You're fine. I don't I'm care. not judging you. I, I'm... I judge myself for long enough. I don't care. I decided not to judge anyone anymore. It's probably for the best. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, first alcoholic beverage. And then um, I think I bonded this for in in hell for time and all eternity. Yeah. And then I just, (laughs) did I just have a baby? No, I hadn't had a baby yet. Yeah, I don't think you had a baby yet. And so we would just like text back and forth. Uh And then when I changed my number, I was shook. Which she, because my stalker ended up getting my number. Oh, yes. Yeah. And you... Text me and gave me your new number. Did I? Yes, you, you did. Save it or something. No, 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 no. Because I change my number a lot too. Because of my mom, I have to. Yes. I've thank God passed the boundary where people are like, if you give her my number, I will change it, and you won't have my number either. Yeah. Like you cannot give her my number. But she would also, because um, I was talking to Kate, I was with her over the week, and she was like, remember that one time when you called your mom about something on my phone? She's like, you used my phone because she didn't want her to have your number. Uh-huh. She's like, she's called me so many times. That's. Yeah. Insane. And I'm like, what? She's I like, don't answer my mom's number either, and she's not going to listen to this podcast, but I blocked her number because my mom's blocked it's too. incessant, and it, yeah. it's, it, I'm having a great day, mm-hmm. she calls me, and I'm having the worst day. It is even the name popping up is yeah. just like, ugh. I also feel that way about my grandparents, too, and I feel bad, but it's also like, I did not bring us here, y'all. You did. Yeah. You did. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, when I was in culinary school, my mom would, I told her. I was working between working and going to culinary school, which for those who don't know, culinary school is working an eight hour shift in a restaurant. Wow. That's what it is. You're on the floor, you're working. And then I would go have a shower and then go work retail for eight hours. Oh my God. And then I had homework and sometimes homework was like piping homework. <laughs> like know? physical homework that you well, can't bullshit. Yeah. Like I'd like pipe out a million shells or whatever and bring it to school the next day. And so, like, my day started at, um, my class started at 6.45. I set my alarm clock for 6. My mom knew that. She would call me 15 minutes before my alarm clock went off every <gasps> single day. Fuck her. And it's like, I don't think you understand this, but when you're working these hours and going to school and stuff, 15 minutes means a lot. And this was the days before you could block numbers. Mm-hmm. And and I was also 18, living on my own. And your alarm clock is your phone. And my alarm clock's my phone. And they didn't have the silent option, yep. too. Yep. And it's also like, and also, if something happens and there's an emergency, I want someone to be able to get a hold of me. Yes. Now I'm like, I don't care. You know, <laughs> you know the, the, I think that's a trauma response because my therapist told me, turn off your phone at 10 p.m. every night. Mm-hmm. 
the first time I did it, I text everyone, like just in so my you, family, yeah, yeah. just so you know, I'm now turning off my phone every night. If you need me, you can't get a hold of me until the morning. And they were like, why would we need to get a hold of you? Oh, we're like, so I'd be like, why would you do that to us? Really? Yeah. What if I need to get a hold of you? Hmm. Like, why aren't you always readily available? Like, Wait, well, yeah. It's impossible to get a hold of almost everyone in my family. Yeah. Um, but I had that, I had that anxiety. It's just anxiety. And it's like, I feel like, I don't know if your mom's the same way. I think my mom and her parents are the same way. They prey on my anxiety. Yes. Yes. My yep. sister does too. Yeah. You have to put in the hard boundaries of that. Yeah. Like, I'm just not, no. So the fact that my grandpa and I brawled this week and the fact that we did, and I was like, uh-uh, we're done here. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I love watching people realize that you're not that girl anymore. Yep. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, it's like, I might cry in this conversation, but I want you to know that you're losing out. It's yep. not me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. whatever. Um, wow. I forgot where we headed with all the drinking and whatnot. Um, well, just like how, that I, I don't know. That's how we reconnected. Oh, that is how we reconnected. Um, oh, we were both Willie the Wildcat for a game, too. You tell me your story. Oh, I was Willie the Wildcat in a play, a try-high play. Oh, what? I had to wear the suit. It was crusty. You you will tell us why story, in, yeah, in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sophomore year, I tried out for um, cheerleading. I wanted to, like, just step out of my comfort zone and try it out. I thought... I could be a really good base because I'm fucking strong and I yeah. can like toss people. Um, they... I, I remember you trying out and being so excited for you, by the way. Really? Yeah. Thank I, you. I, uh, a lot of my friends tried out and I stayed every every day after school and just, oh. just like built people up. And I was like, you got this. Thank just you. Do it. <laughs> well, it was so traumatic for me that I blocked out that memory. Well, and I don't know if I was like coming right up to you and being like, yeah, girl, get it. Yeah. You know? Uh, but my, I also, when I lived in Penguins, I like, you should be a cheerleader. And I'm like, but I'm fat. So yeah. I could have been a bitch about it. I don't know. I yeah. don't think I was, but I, no. I genuinely remember like having a bunch of people and I'm like, there's a lot of like random ass people trying out and I'm so stoked for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I couldn't fit into the, these boobs yeah. could not fit into the cheer outfits that they had you try out in and you had to wear a uniform to try out in. That's stupid. I found a girl from South Severe that let me borrow her outfit mm-hmm. and I tried out in Richfield in a South Severe. I think that Social was Social suicide. Forward. Yeah. But like, I'm bigger. You don't have anything for me. Like, what am I supposed to do? Well, you shouldn't have to try out a uniform anyways. No. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to. Um, but, uh, so I didn't make it but they pulled me aside and they were like, we really love your energy. We really love how your, you know, your rhythm. You're, you're, you're so energetic. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to be Willie the Wildcat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're going to make me come to these games. You're not going to let me be part of the team, but you're going to hide my face and your body too. And my body mm-hmm. and, and put me on display. No fucking thanks. Yeah. So I was not really the wildcat. Oh, you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You ended up doing it. No. Nope. So I, again, football games were so fun to me. And yeah. My brothers love football and I coach, uh, Clark actually said I could try out, but I was like, I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. He's like, he's like, I'll seriously put you on the team. He's like, you take out my bar- my junior varsity kids in the hall all day long. I watch. We could have been a powerhouse, Bobby, <laughs> but we like our sleep. We like our sleep. Um, but we could have made out with those hot football players too. 
would I have dared? No. Uh, I was so scared. Yeah, I was no. Also <laughs> so, I was so scared about my mom finding out if I had a boyfriend because she made my siblings' lives a living hell. No. Like, we had to keep everything a secret from her. Mm-hmm. And until I, like, cut her out of my life, I was like, I have to wait till my mom dies to get married. Wow. Like, I've always thought that in my head. Yeah. Or, like, I'm going to have to elope. Like, now I'm like, I'm probably never going to have a wedding just because I don't want the attention. Yeah. I don't, don't want to be having the attention on me all goddamn day. <laughs> but, uh, so I was like, I went in, um, because all my friends were, like, cheerleaders and stuff, or football players, and I just, uh, football, we just loved it, you know? Like, I wasn't in band either. Like, I was like, I want to be a part of this. Yes. So I was like, I'm going to go be Willie the Wildcat. For some reason, I thought they had more than one costume. Mm. They didn't. Uh, a boy who was just gay, but I think there was a rumor going around that he was molesting his niece. Mm. Uh, so he grossed me out in that respect because I loved all the gays. I was like the fag hag of the town or the, of this high school. And yeah, I get it. I said fag just barely, but whatever. That's what we called me. Um, <laughs> I still know gay people that say fag hag. Yeah. Me and Jeremy call each other fag all day long. <laughs> so, and he's like my OG gay. Um, but yeah, you did. You didn't know all the gay people. Yeah. The gays like. I was like their safe haven yeah, to come out. I was not. I was like, well, Dallin H. Oaks said. Well, I was lucky. Again, your sister probably has a different outlook. Because my sister's best friend, she's older than me, was a gay guy. Mm-hmm. And my mom, up until she married Jack, who was her uh, husband after, she married him when I was like 14. And he cheated on her with a guy on their wedding day. Whoa. He was just a sexual deviant, though. Yeah. Most gay people would say, don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I tried to explain that to my mom. I'm like, this is not how gay people act. Yeah. Like, Jack's a sexual deviant. He doesn't have an orientation. He's just a deviant. Yeah. Like, he got fucked up a lot when he was a little kid. He fucked a tree, though. So, like, he just wants to stick his dick in things. That is a very uncomfortable thought. <laughs> this has nothing to do with the gay community. So my mom's, like, a huge bigot now, but... Um, oh, yeah. She wasn't at the time. But anyways, this guy, bigger kid, uh, there was a volleyball game happening right before the football game. So mm. he was indoors. He, it's hot in that thing. It's so hot in that thing. And he brings it over to me, to the football field. And it's me and Brad Gibson. <laughs> and Brad Gibson was his little short kid, but he was a doll. Like, he's adorable. So nice. He wasn't a Mormon. Um, <laughs> but he and I were buddies. We'd always share gum. But, uh... <laughs> share gum? No, like, we'd just come to each other and be like, give me a piece of gum. Yeah, cool. Got gotcha. like, You know, like, we'd always have gum for each other. It wasn't, like, swapping. Well, I used to tell... I did that all the time. I'd eat people's gum out of their mouth. And then one time, Tyler Boren handed me a piece of gum and it had beef jerky in it. <laughs> I don't know how to receive that information. I know, you're panicking. <laughs> on that, I was on the bus. I was. I remember I was on the bus and I was like... Because <laughs> the Glenwood bus was... They stopped right before the... You know, and my mom's Oh, yes, right, yes, yes, yes. It's just right by 60s the 60s or whatever, yeah. yeah. It's five five um but anyway uh so willie the wildcat put it on and the whole football game i'm drenched in this kid's sweat which is disgusting disgusting just like the fact that you said it was crunchy was disgusting oh the fact that it was soaking wet i can still feel that that costume they never and they should they should be getting it dry cleaned once a once a week at least yes they, they, should have multiple they should have multiple for the multiple Willie the Wildcats. I kind of, I almost was like, and I never liked this. I was like, I'm a girl. This, it felt very, it felt very. Unsanitary or. I don't even. It was like the one time in my life I played the girl card. <laughs> where I was like, I should not be, this is, this is inappropriate. I have some boy sweat all over me. Yeah. And so I just stood there like trying not to have the thing touch me. And then one of the older classmates came 
and like pulled me aside and like, you need to move more. You need to be more active. And I'm like, I am covered in this man's sweat. Yes. Like, what are you understanding? I'm so glad I turned down that <laughs> terrible sounding gig anyway. But yeah, but I remember going and be like, not for me. Nope. That one time, you did the one time. And I just sit there like, not trying to, like, I was just like, you're like, (laughs) (laughs) just smelling his BO. Probably the BO for years. Oh yeah, it's not his BO. It's not just his. It's Willie the Wildcat's BO. But the fact that it was drenched with his particular sweat, and like, it's impossible not to sweat that thing anyways. I'm not judging him at all. Yes. Uh, But I was just like, and yeah. why wouldn't you have two if you're going to do back to back? Or that person should just be Willie the Wildcat all day long. Yes. Am I wrong? No, you're not. I love the bunnies. Though. Let's rewrite. <laughs> Let's make some rules here. Well, they expanded the goddamn school so much. I couldn't find my way around at all. Um, <laughs> they can get a couple of Willy Wonka things. Uh, let's talk about pop culture. Oh, yeah. Ooh, we could do scandals, too. High school scandals. Let's just do scandals, because people can look up pop culture in the 2006. We wore those necklaces, chokered necklaces. They're back. I know. They're back. The little swirly ones that Uh go on. Yeah. Candy necklaces. Oh, yeah, candy. I didn't really like those, though. Um, What did I... I was always wearing a band shirt. Um, Those things with the studs on them? That would fall off your oh, belt yeah. studs. And then also I had a studded belt too. And I always had like a cool belt buckle. Yes, you um, did. I always had like a bitchin' belt. Like, did you do the chains? The uh, wallet chain, no. Um, my brothers did though. Uh, and then uh, those like plastic jelly things that you would make, you would put two of them together and make a bracelet and they ended up smelling weird like eventually. Do you remember those? Like they're like jellies, but like for your bracelets. Weird. It's very no. skaterish, and then everyone dyed their hair black and painted their nails black. No, they did the black underneath and the blonde on top. Well, like the boys, like Jake. Oh, was a blonde. He had long hair, and he did dyed black? It black. Yeah. What about bleach tips? Did you guys do bleach tips? Yeah, and then also the football players bleached their hair. And um, then sometimes they had mullets. I don't know why they made that choice. Uh, during baseball season, mullets were in, mm. or like wrestling. My brothers had in the 90s that was a thing <laughs> and then uh yeah like emo punk was in i was wearing brown what is that down east mod bod modest is hottest it's a mormon brand that's like supposed to go under your shirts so that you like are always covered in the right places but i would just use that as a main shirt and it was always brown because the person i had a crush on loved brown i was really trying to break down his we got post-it notes or like little things so we can talk shit with keeping people anonymous. <laughs> um, oh, he's cute. Thank you. He I had a crush cute. on him. I'm we should obsessed. have him on. Is he is he still a No. We should not have him on. We have nothing in common. That's Maybe why, we that's do. why we should have him on. <laughs> <laughs> so that he could listen to this and be like, yeah, I know you were obsessed with me. And you know what? You know what? You know what? I know there are people who are obsessed with you. They just haven't come forward. And like, cause like I'm telling you, this has happened to me so many times. And I think it's just cause I'm easy to talk to. Okay. Everybody had a crush on everyone. Everybody. That's so funny. Like guys were thinking about you in certain ways. Hot. <laughs> they never came forward. Girls were too. I bet. All right. So you just, you know, maybe Thanks. after this podcast, people be like, Oh, listen to her. She's open up. And like, 
Bobby Albee likes her. She talks to everyone about everything. So <laughs> I was secretly in love with so many people, though. Um, I actually was brave. I mostly did this in Penguin. I write people love letters. I wrote one person a love letter. Please hold. <laughs> Please hold while she writes it down. Um, you don't know anyone I wrote love, love letters to, but I did write love letters. I have no problem writing a love letter. I'm like, better let you know. Oh, I was in love. In with love him. with him. I thought we were going to end up together. Like, I was sure of it. <laughs> you guys are so compatible. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. He lived, he lived, we sat next to each other in kindergarten. He lived in the in kindergarten. Cute. And we were buddies. Like, I loved him, loved him, loved him. And then I think he might have been there for first grade, too. And then they moved to Washington. Yeah. And then he moved back freshman year. Yeah. And I remember I was like, get your ass over here and sat next to him. Like, I and he's like, he's like, do you remember? Like, are you kidding me? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> he was so dynamic. I didn't think he was going to be Mormon, though, like that. Um, He came home from his mission, and like, the day before I went on my mission. Uh-huh. And, or the week before. And I went to his house and I listened to him like talk about the cool things that he did on his mission with his family. I crashed his family's. He loved it. He was like that. He loved an audience. Uh, he, I and crashed I, his, I love being his audience. I had too. crashed his family's like <laughs> testimony meeting. I was like, can I come? Yeah, but you're about to leave on your mission. That's like part of the culture. So that's what and I, I would play um, volleyball with his older sister, who I love. She's like way older than us. Yes, right? but she's, yeah, she's rad my as fuck. Age. She's like six yeah. years older than us. Yeah, yeah. Because her and my brother were buddies. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, I wrote a love letter to him, and he respond. Um, he, I, I wrote a love letter. I was so brave. I gave it to him, uh, and after an assembly or something, uh-huh. and my locker after the PhD. <laughs> no, it was not that one. It was before PhD. Oh, party hard day. PD, PhD took us by storm, man. <laughs> Our high school experience was way fun. Our high school experience was so and fun. And I'm not even the person who's like, I wish I could go back. But when I think about it, I'm like, oh, Richmond was fucking Rad. fun. Do you remember, remember when Zach Wall used to bend through the chair? He yes. Like he would bend <laughs> through a, <laughs> a folding chair. No, a, 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 a tennis racket. Uh, in a leotard. <laughs> I was sitting behind. I remember uh, this is when I was a freshman. He did it. It was the first time he did it. And I was sitting. Uh, behind Jake Lukow. And I had the hugest crush on Jake Lukow, too. Oh. But he didn't know I existed. Yeah. He, you know, he was rich. His dad was the doctor in town, and he was way older than us. Um, but I remember him going, look at his package. He's <laughs> laughing. And, like, I could hear him saying that for the rest of my life. Listen, <laughs> everyone was looking at his package. Because <laughs> he was in a leotard. No, but it was so, like... The people in Richville High School were like, being goofy was like a good thing. It was like good to be goofy. No, It one, was so good. No one took themselves too seriously. Do you remember really? during all of the sporting events, we would say the hook Rufio chant? Rufio, Rufio. Is that what it is? Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hook. Anyway, <laughs> I gave this. Okay, I'm talking about my love letter yeah, here. Yeah, sorry. I was in, guys again. I was in the second building. My locker was in the second building. We were freshmen. And um, I'm getting the stuff out of my locker. Listen, okay, by the way, second building has no classes in it, but they make the freshmen have their lockers. There. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Bastards. And it was like condemned. Yeah. The later like, that year. Yeah, but they would they would still let us do like circuit work at the P. Like there was yes. a different circuit thing in like each room. Jesus. <laughs> I hear, I hear the contents of my <gasps> love note. He's reading them. Out loud. No, that was mean of him. It was. Oh, it hurt a lot. He uh, probably had no idea to do what to do with it. 
like be like my yes oh, no and was he uh, at least nice about it they were just like reading it <laughs> and like it we it was were they making fun of it you? was those two at the end of the hall mm-hmm. and me and nobody else so did you catch them? They're like, oh shit, or were no? Were they intentionally doing it? They were intentionally doing it right there. Oh, I don't like that. And, boys, boys, you know who you are. I don't like that. And uh, I just shut my door and I ran down the hall to the other and stairwell. And didn't look at him again for like a year until he went and crashed his testimony. <laughs> yeah, that was how many years later? Seven years later, and I was like, well, your sister's cool. <laughs> Um, it was heartbreaking. That is sad. And I still had a crush on him. I still did. Because he's beautiful. Well, I remember one time he's he, okay. Well, yeah, but he, though, he's, he's charismatic. It was the character. He was the like, character. Like, if he, he had, like, his, yeah, his personality was so badass. Uh, yeah. I couldn't help it. I honestly think, like, if he wasn't a Mormon and single, but he really likes his wife, I hear. But he's done a lot of crazy shit since then. But so, we all have. I'm not here to judge him. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Thanks. I it really, really fucked up my uh, confidence for the I bet. rest of my experience. I bet. And these, these, all these boys you're talking about are boys that I just was like, they're never gonna like me, so we're just gonna be friends. Like the one he was reading that to, he yeah. and I are still very good friends. This was my first Richfield crush, but I wasn't going to Richfield school yet. You knew him because because my mom worked at Pavant. And he lived he across lived right the street. The bar, yeah. And I was playing at the... I was in sixth grade. Oh, yeah. I, I was playing at the... And then he just, like, came over and watched. And I was like, who's this hot guy? Mm-hmm. He always was pretty cute. With a birthmark on his face. I would love... Because, like, he and I... Like I said, he and I... The guy he was reading it to, he was one of the hottest kids in school. He mm-hmm. was, like, the lead singer of a band. Mm-hmm. He was, like, a skater. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's one of... Like, we, we went to Thrice. I saw him at Thrice last year. Like, right before the pandemic. But uh, I would love to have him on and just see what he thinks about this thing. Like, seriously, why not? He probably doesn't remember it. Obviously. I mean, he might not. He might. Because, he might. you know why? The things that we remember are, like, traumatic to us. Or significant yeah. to us in some way. And that was just, like, an everyday bullshit thing that they did, you know? Well, and it could just have been him being like, uh, I just got this letter. What the fuck should I do? But I also, boys in high school were also shitty because in Penguin, and this could just be a Penguin thing, um, I was friends with all the boys. Mm-hmm. Because that's just always how I, like, I hated girls mm-hmm, in high school. Mm-hmm. I hated them. And when I moved from Sussex to Richfield, I was like, no more girlfriends, which is why uh-huh. I was like, well. And then only guy friends because I'm going to learn how to have a boyfriend. <laughs> well, I think it's funny too because I say I didn't like girls in high school. And then I think about like all the cool all chicks. The, all the cool chicks I hang out with all the time. Yeah. Like P.E. when we just go walk. And like Mrs. Wall will be like, hey, go for a walk. <laughs> and then we'd all just be like, hey, you have really nice boobs. <laughs> Or, like, we just, like, talk about problems, shoot the shit. Yes. Like, it would depend on the person. Judge people who are PMSing because what the fuck's your problem today? Talk shit on the quote-unquote popular rich girls that yeah. were all bitches. Um, so, yeah. But, like, uh, the boys in Penguin. I, again, and again, I say I was friends with only the boys, but I was friends with this girl. And she was like, yeah, I went up and hung out with the boys at the, they hung out at one person's house. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, what happened? And she's like, I keep making out with my best friend at the time. And, um, she's like, and then he acts like he doesn't know me in school and stuff. And they also like, they work together at the same store mm-hmm. and his dad owned the store. So they'd go make out in the back room mm-hmm. and then he wouldn't acknowledge her. <laughs> I asked my best friend, I was like, what the hell's wrong with you and this girl? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not like it's just something to do and i was just like Rude. but like here's the thing that really frustrated me mm-hmm. i understand that that's how high schoolers act but yeah us as girls weren't allowed to 
boys. No. If we were kissing boys, it better have been subtle. Yes. But then we had all these boys who were kissing us all. Yes. I mean, I wasn't getting kissed. I was totally like, leave me the fuck alone. I didn't get kissed till 18, so I yes. I was 20. We're here. <laughs> um, I saw the boy I kissed for the first time yesterday, actually. Um, <laughs> and I also saw his wife. Right. <laughs> I was seriously talking about that. I'm like, I still have such the hots for him. And everyone's like, you need to get over it. He's a piece of shit. I'm like, I know. I'm in love with him. The still. pieces of shit that we've kissed. I'm honestly, I didn't have sex with him. And I'm like, maybe I should have sex with him. Wow. And just get it over with. But he's married now, so. What? So he was saying that she's just not, he's not into her? Is Yeah, sorry. I got sidetracked. So he was, oh, just like, he was just like, I'm not into her. And I'm like, well, then stop leading her on. Yeah. And then she was like. I went up and hung out with all the boys at the other friend's house. Uh-huh. And we're talking about like eight boys and one girl. And the next night I was hanging with all the boys, we were cruising around. And I was like, what the fuck's up with this? Yeah. Like, what's going on? And my friend goes, I don't know. I just thought maybe she'd give us all head. What? And I was like, what? How old was she? We were all 16. How in the hell? And the guy I'm sitting next to who was there, he was like, yeah, that's what we thought too. And the other one in the city, I was like, yeah, that's what we all thought. They were all planning on going on missions. <laughs> Boys are And she super. went on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, out the All-American Rejects was, I'll keep you my dirty little secret. She's like, that's just my song. She's like, I'm everybody's dirty little secret. Oh. And I felt Well, that's so sad. sad. Yeah. So let's really talk about things in Bridgefield that... Okay, so like when I moved up here, this was a good example. Um, I hung out with my friends when I was sick. And I got them all sick. Oh. And I felt really bad about that. So I went and got everybody NyQuil and some vitamin C and, like, some Gatorades. And I went and dropped. I was, like, because uh, one of them was a couple. And then it was, like, and then two of the boys lived together. Yes. And then there was, like, one other person. So I went and just got, like, a care package for everybody. And yeah. just dropped it off at their front porch and just said, hey, just so you know, there's a thing down there for you. Sorry I got you sick. Yeah. And they're all like, who the fuck are you? Yes. People think this about me all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm always driving to people and being like, oh, I'm just thinking of you so here. Yeah. They don't get it. And like when I first moved up here too, I would cruise around and smoke weed at night because I couldn't smoke it at my house. And I would drive by both my brother's houses just to make sure they were okay. Mm. And they both live on opposite sides of the valley. Yeah. And I told one of my friends that and he's like, that's weird. And I'm like, I'm just checking on them, you know? Like, yeah. Driving past people you love's houses is part of the gig. You know? Yeah, you know the the new thing is is to have your location turned on. I don't do that. I know, but well, you don't. Uh, yeah, I oh, know. I won't do it. No, <laughs> I know. But a few of my gals, my gal pals, are just like, I just like to know that you're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. And then like, um, floating in the canal. Oh, floating in the canal. So it's a farm town, which means we use a uh, irrigation irrigation. Systems. So we have a huge canal, and it's like what five feet deep. Depending on the rating season. Four to five. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can sometimes touch the bottom, sometimes but sometimes you have to just hope that you're okay. And, like, there's always, like, a, a rotting animal in there or, like, a car. One time I got my foot caught underneath a car. Like, Ew! Yeah, like, I got st- I was freaked the fuck out. Did you get young. a tetanus shot after that? No, but I probably had one already that summer from running around barefoot in my backyard. The <laughs> summer time was the time to float the canal. Yeah, so the canal starts on one side of town and it goes to the end. Yes. And, um... You do it, you just do it. You have to do it every year. That's summer. Yeah. Yeah. And I really feel like I was cool with it until I started getting my period and then I was like, I can't do this anymore. Because I don't want to get a yeasty. I don't know about that. But I... 
like Lisa, I live with Lisa, she's one of my oldest friends, but the canal, the exit point by the Flying J was close to my house. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you can hop out of the canal and then hop right into a smaller irrigation ditch and it'll shoot you down for like a block. Really? It's so fun. Um, but Lisa and I floated the whole canal and then hopped in the irrigation ditch and we both lost our shoes. Oh, no. <laughs> and they had just chipped the road. <gasps> Ow! And it was like close yes but it was also a mile away because we're yes. talking about the country yeah you know? so we had to make shoes out of shit we found on the side of their own like garbage <laughs> <laughs> and uh so we lived like two blocks away so we went to my mom's house first like away from each other and my mom was dying she's like this is so funny you guys are such idiots and so she called because her mom and my mom are best friends and uh -huh. she called Allie and she's like, I don't have any film on my camera. You guys go down, like go, go walk to Allie. She didn't even drive us. She's like, go walk. <laughs> and we don't have shoes yet. We walked. <laughs> I think I might've pumped her, but her mom took the picture. And then the other day, cause I have a pair of shoes upstairs. Lisa's like, Hey, I used your shoes for something. And I'm like, I'm just a little upset. You didn't fashion something out of the cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pee my pants. No, we're almost <laughs> done, I think. Um, oh my god. But stuff like that floating in the canal the 4th of July. Like, we, you and I were talking about this. Like, it was it's almost like we're scared to mention how patriotic we are on the 4th of July. <sighs> the ritual 4th of July is everything. Yeah. We got married, and I was like, every 4th of July, we're going to Richfield. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what? And I was like, we're going to Richfield. Yeah. It's the 4th of July. It's like he didn't, he had no clue. Nobody knows how great of a 4th of July and it is. honestly, if it's not Richfield, I'm not interested in it. I really, I don't, I don't give a fuck about 4th uh, of July if it's not Richfield. Like, when I was a manager, I'd make my staff dress up and we'd, like, have to do fireworks in the middle of the parking lot. Cute. <laughs> but just because it's like, we're bored and no one's here because this is a barbecuing holiday. <laughs> yes. So we've gone to the 24th of July and I think Spencer's kind of getting it because he's like, he, tell, he came home and told his dad, he was like, there was a tank that drove down the road. Smokey the Bear was there. They ducked Otter Pops in us. Dude, you can get a whole grocery sack full of candy. Fruities. Fruities. Fucking frozen punch bags. Yes. Um. So yeah, Richfield does, this is when we come, we're not, we're not rivals in the summertime. Oh no, we are cohesively patriotic <laughs> and uh, really so. Yes. So Richfield handles the 4th of July mm -hmm. and then, um. The 24th of July is Pioneer Day, which is the day we became a state, right? Yeah. It's the day we arrived in the valley. Is that this is I the think place so. time? Yeah, yeah. When did we become a state? You know what? We should really <laughs> learn about this. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. But, uh, so, Richfield handles the 4th of July and Monroe handles the 24th of July, and they are huge. But everybody's in it, like... Richfield and South Sevier participate in both. Like there's yeah. two bands, two, two bands, marching bands, yeah. two drill teams, mm -hmm. two cheerleading squads. Like the parade is like an hour and a half long. It's great. And you have to get like you have to get there the day before to put your chair out. Yeah. On Main Street. Yes. People are people are reserving their spots. And then and there's also like theories on how to like get out of the traffic quicker. Even though there's no <laughs> goddamn traffic. Oh, January 4th, 1986 is when Utah became a state. So it is the day we got, we landed as pioneers. Yeah. Okay. This is the place. And then what else is there? Horses, rad cars, rad, yeah. four wheelers, um, people pulling hand carts on the 24th of July. <laughs> Ward floats. Ward floats. There's also the Jehovah's Witness anti-abortion float, which I love. Yes. And, and that's on the library too. Right? And the hippies. The hippies. The from Mystic Hot Springs. 
that are just, you know what they're doing? They're, they're just, just flailing their like, arms, they're on pounding some listening drums. To Grateful Dead. <laughs> and they're like, everybody join us. And everyone who's like uh, very religious is like, ooh, oh my God. <laughs> Those wild Those hippies. <laughs> and my mom's like, don't ever be like that, but I can't wait to go pop one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, in Panguitch, they don't even celebrate the 4th of July. What? But they do the 24th. Who, where do you do the fireworks? Oh, the 24th. Yeah. We well, have to choose one when you're that small, probably. Because the fireworks are always oh, where, lit everywhere. where do we do it? Okay, so my mom's birthday is the 24th of July. Uh, so it really just depends on how much she hates her parents that year. Okay. You know what I mean? So we're usually doing it in Monroe. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one time, would... I swear, the fireworks were less fancy because... The city spent too much on something. Too was, much on the was, streets was when they the, planted trees and everything. Was it for the when the torch ran through for the Olympics? Is that what it was? What they spent too much money on? Maybe because I was in eighth grade that time. Yeah, I was like in eighth grade, right? Oh. Two thousand two. Yeah, no, we were ninth grade. Ninth grade. Yeah, because nine eleven happened. Yeah. Oh wait, no, it was like it was like four months after nine eleven. Yeah. So eighth grade still, or was it? Because Mr. Brown ran, and he was my principal at the time. Yeah. No. Or did, I just Brown... know? or did I just know who he was because I love Mason? You know who he was. I knew he was because I love Mason. Okay. Because <laughs> he went to the high school to be the Richfield High School, but he was also South Suburban Middle School's um, oh, principal. Oh, was he? Is yeah. that why he got nominated to run then? Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I clogged at that. Just oh, so yeah. you know, I was a little dancer. I was having a very serious mood swing that day, I remember. I remember just really being having a depressed day. And I have a picture of me and my mom. And she wasn't pissing me off, but she was why I was sad. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. I don't know. Uh, probably just it was a normal day. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, uh, I love to tell this story, too, because um, you're going to get to know me a little bit better and realize that I'm very, like, anti-establishment. But, um... Yes. The... <laughs> the first year my brother got deployed, my brother's been in the National Guard since he was 17. Which... Because of the weed scandal from high school, uh, mm-hmm. when we were juniors, see, when we were sophomores, uh, like a third of the school, which I told Kendra this, she didn't even remember. Yeah, I had no idea. Do you know why? I didn't know people did drugs in high school. Yeah, but I was so goofy that even the stoners were like, please come hang out with us just so you can make us laugh. I just didn't know that that existed. When Spencer told me he was smoking weed in high school, I was like, oh my God. We have to live in Richfield so that my kid doesn't do drugs. Dude, but heroin is huge in Garfield County right now. It's insane. Hero- Who's getting them heroin? I just didn't know that children <laughs> children we were only did drugs. Weed. I wasn't even smoking weed. My brother was, though. I'm not judging anymore. No, I just no, didn't no. know. Um, But yeah, like a third of the school, like it just, it, it snowballed. Like they pulled in a freshman who had smoked with one of the seniors that wanted to fuck her and then she told out a bunch of people and then they brought those people in and they all told out a bunch of people. So like a lot of the school got in trouble. Got in trouble and that's how Jake joined the National Guard. Because they, they held it over his head, right? Yeah, well he didn't get busted and then my mom being the person that she is called the school Tattled and asked on to him? Dr- drug test him please. Um, instead of handling it in house. But uh, so he joined the National Guard. So he got deployed when he joined, he was 17, and by the time he was done with AIT, like, when he was finishing up AIT, his unit that he was in was on their way home from their deployment, mm-hmm. and it's a big deal in the military if you don't go over and serve during the war. Like, yes. you're a pussy unless you do. Mm-hmm. So, he didn't go till he was, like, 24, and I was, like, what, 20, 
three. <laughs> and um, I remember going, he hadn't even left yet, but I remember going to the parade <laughs> and they did a three jet flyover. Oh, yeah. I was sobbing. Oh, <laughs> you are feeling the patriotism. Oh, <laughs> and I was wearing my red, white, and blue outfit. <laughs> 222. Uh, yeah, he was in the 222 and then he immediately transferred to the aviation almost. Nice. Yeah. They always have them be artillery. They make the country boys be heavy artillery, which means they're the front line. It pisses me off so yeah. bad. They, uh, they, we will talk about this, but I've been pissed about this since the beginning. They, they give them, they trap them in small communities. Yeah. Then they raise them up. Then they harvest them uh-huh. for their wars and then they kill them. Uh-huh. And they promise them health care and education. And if they don't kill them, they kill them. Like. Mentally. Mentally. Like, Jake has really, and that's sad, too, because Jake has PTSD. He's currently, he'll be home in a month. Wow. Yeah, it's been a year, dude. Thank you, Jake. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for being part of the machine, Jake. I'm sorry you're fighting for nothing. Um, Yeah. But it is sad now because we are such rich-filled kids and we love the 4th of July, but now he sits on the back porch of the Dalmatian and the fireworks freak him the fuck out. So fucked up. So sad to watch. When we say, like... When people say support our troops. I support the troops on the war. I support the men and women mm-hmm. after they've served because that's all part of it, right? Well, it's also like they they would set up a table in the school. Yep. You know? They yep. knew what they were doing. Yep. And they know, like, our generation got fucked with college. Yep. Like, they knew that college was hard. We were all... It was right Something. before the housing crash. Yeah. And we were all like... and we Oh, and the 9-11 emotions were running so yep, high. Yep. So high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. They used that to their advantage. So big time. Especially in our little community. Uncle Sam put your name <laughs> at the top of his list. Put a boot in your ass. <laughs> I would hate fuck the shit out of Toby Keith. Toby Keith, if you hear this <laughs> and you want to have sex with someone who doesn't, you don't have to care about, I don't care about you and it's going to be freaky. Are Tell you going to say... When you leave, brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. No, but I will put a foot, my foot up his ass. He's into it. I'll wear him like a wristwatch. Oh my lord! <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's do just Hepler's Pond. Ooh, Let's close pond. it out. Oh, wait, we got corn mazes. Oh yeah, so like there's like yeah. I just I'm trying to paint a picture that we had like this very like small town. Oh, the caroling. Oh my god. Young men, young women caroling. Worst. Corn mazes. You never went to the corn maze. Can't believe that. I didn't know that they existed. We should go to we should go there. I year. thought they were in movies. So fun. And then I thought corn bellies. What's corn bellies? It's like the Lehigh version of corn mazes. But then like What's a corn belly? It's the brand. It's the company. Oh. <laughs> What's a corn <laughs> belly? <laughs> Why don't you explain it to me like I'm fine? <laughs> Um, yeah, just, you know, just like a lot of like, but also when I was old enough to do some of those things, I was living in Annabelle mm-hmm. after that on Hepler's Pond Road, which everybody was visiting, but not visiting me. Um, how manicured is your grandparents' lawn? Is it so manicured? Um, there's, yeah, they like, it's a, and it's like deep in, right? It's deep in, it's behind the sagebrush. It's a really nice house out there. And it used to be really green. There's a bunch of trees. Um, 
but we play croquet for every Easter. I love croquet. Yeah. Did you play it this year? No, because the grass oh. is so dry. Oh, yeah. The, we were hitting a drought big time. Really yeah. big drought. So, yeah. But um, there's some... It's way more fun because there's, like, gopher holes mm-hmm. and, like, you know, rough Obstacles. areas. Yes. You can think you're hitting a straight line uh-huh. to uh, one of those wickets. <laughs> it bounces off somewhere else. That's another thing, too. Like, my mom's backyard, it was... Uh... Like, two-thirds of it was grass, and it was a shit ton of grass. And then we had, like, an area that was all, like, we would, like, turn it into, like, a paintball course one year. Or, yeah. like, one of my fun activities is my brother had a motorcycle, and he just put a chain on it, and I'd hold onto the chain, and he just dragged me around the yard. <laughs> what? I loved it. We were playing That Indiana, sounds amazing. Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's that we sounds amazing. And my brother Jake was such a pussy, he had to get a crate. He had to sit on a crate. You know who I had to, I had to teach Spencer about something this past weekend? Peeing outside. Goat heads. What? What's that? Goat heads? You don't know what goat heads are? Why don't you tell me? I'll tell you if I know. <laughs> those stickers that get stuck in your bike tire? <gasps> yes, I hate those. We don't call them that, though. What do we call them? What do you call them? I just think it's just stickers. Uh, stickers. Goat heads is what we call them. I guess. I mean, I like that better because they have the horns. They have the horns and they hurt like hell. Or do we call them horny toads? Unless that's an actual horny that's toad. That's an actual animal. <laughs> that's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horny toad. That actually exists. <laughs> Uh, go heads, I like that. Yeah, I had no idea that people did not know what they were. Those motherfuckers hurt. They hurt and they, that's why we had like those slime tires in our bike after that. Uh, no? Just like unpoppable bike tires. I don't think I was in that, uh, We were in the sticks. Class. All right. That wealth class. <laughs> the bikes? <laughs> I, that's all I had was a bike. No, honestly, my brother worked at the uh, bikes and boards on Main Street when he was like eight because he was a skateboarder and he also had a bike. Cute. Uh, yeah, he, Jake is real, Jake is really a cute kid. He's an asshole, but he's a cute kid. So he would always like fix my bike and shit. Oh. Yeah, when he was nice. nice, he was the best. <laughs> um, so Hepler's Pond is uh, like a swamp by your house. Yeah. And we have an alien episode about it. We kind of go more into detail about that. Yeah, about what it is, mm-hmm. what's all there. During but, during the daytime, it is like where people go to like cruise, booze, cruise, four wheel. No fish. Fish. Even though it's just carp. Yeah. Even though it's just shit fish, but it's still something to do. And it's like a nice little drive. Yeah. It's you can go cow tipping. I don't know if that's actually have a thing. Have you ever been cow tipping? No. Because uh, I think you know I'm really sensitive about animals. I think that's really mean. I would never cow tip. I love cows. Yeah. They taste delicious and they're adorable. Yeah, and you <laughs> like. And I love can yell out the window when you pass them. Well, and uh, my grandparents' property is surrounded by like it's their trucking company. Yeah, but it's surrounded by cow pastures. Yeah, Yeah. so like they stink, but they're so cute. They stink like yeah, like right now because it's all on thawing. I forget about like yeah. I went down to Richfield and I was like, oh, I forgot about the fucking thawing cow shit smell (laughs) and burning weeds. Yeah, burning weeds. and thawing cow shit, that's the smell. Um, my brother has started a fire in the middle of BLM property, and uh-huh. so is my grandpa. Because Bureau of Land Management. Bureau of <laughs> Land Management. <laughs> because of burning weeds. He got in trouble for it, or what? No, I don't think so. I think they were just like, go over there and just put out the fire. Um, that's another thing. Forest fires every year. Yeah. But it's just sagebrush. But the sun, like it turns the sky like red. Mm, yeah, at night time. It makes you feel like, like you're sunset. in hell. Yeah. yeah. Which I kind of, I mean, I felt like I was in hell anyways, but. Yeah, it's it really, It really brought home the dream. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we, uh, what, where are we at? Just like, um, I don't know. 
Do you want to add more? Or should we just wrap up about Mormonism in general? I just think like maybe we should just talk about how our podcast is going to go. Yeah. Like, what, to yeah what to expect in the future. Yeah, this was kind of a, maybe we should have gone harder on the first episode, but I feel like this needs to happen so you just know who we are. Yeah. Like, we're too sweet. We live in the we're city now. Yeah. Like. Just establish how awesome we are yeah, together. Yeah. Let you know what kind of vibe you're going to get into for this podcast. Yeah. Because lots is coming. We're going to talk about um, supernatural stuff, mm-hmm. dream stuff. We're going to talk about mental health. Because that's huge in our life. But we're going to talk about a lot of Mormon topics, too. We both, you know, you served a mission in Chicago. Yes. Uh, you've been married in the temple. Yeah. Uh, lots we, of stuff. Lots of stuff. Like, we live, we live there. We live, yeah. We live right down, we live right next to the castle. Yes. <laughs> we are surrounded by people who care about what happens in the Mormon church, and mm-hmm. so we get to be part of those discussions. Well, and it's also part of this our daily life because separation of church and state should be a thing but it's not here it's not it's just kind of impossible it's a huge cultural base so we know a lot about it and we'll talk about how that affects everything like i'm a bartender it affects that yes you know what i mean yeah like how how dating happens My I'm sorry like, to trigger you, but yes. <laughs> yes, we'll talk about that, Bobby. I keep thinking about getting a Tinder again, and I'm like, I just don't have it in me. No. Unless I wake up married one day, I'm just going to be single my whole life. That's that. I'm an, I'm like, if it wasn't Spencer, I probably wouldn't get married. I mean, I could, but I don't know. I met him on Tinder. My cousin met her temple marriage and on Tinder, too. I think it's weird when the Mormons are on Tinder. But I guess in Utah, it makes sense. It's all like... You either get those guys that are like said nudes, but I won't drink coffee. <laughs> or I need Spencer. to see your butthole, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I put it in there? It's not sex. Um. So yeah, the the point of this too, I think I think the point of the episode, the podcast is to kind of just for ourselves and for others. Yeah. Because when from non Mormons, there's so many questions. People yes. are very interested in Mormonism. Yeah, and there's been a lot of podcasts about it. But when I listen to those podcasts, I kind of like, get shit wrong. You really don't know what it's like to be yeah, a woman. You weren't there for it. Yeah. 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 You could do all the research you want. Uh-huh. But, but you don't you know what funeral potatoes are. You don't know it. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a pan of those this weekend, I think. Same. I with love, my steak. See, I like it with ham. I'm putting ham in it, just like you like said. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like having a deep discussion about funeral potatoes, all the yes. variations. Um and then like uh we are like I said, we're two we're not we're full-figured girls, and... Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Mormons, uh, Mormonism and small towns, sometimes they, they're parallel in the insecurities and the securities they give you. Yeah. Um, so we'll be addressing a lot of that, and we want to get to a point where we're taking questions from people. Oh, there's some true crime involved. I just looked up some of the menu stuff. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about Jimmy some true Aries, crime. too. Like... Why we left the church, mm-hmm. but also the fun stuff about Mormonism, like the myths that are all involved. Well, there's like, so there's just like, I learned how, I make an amazing cinnamon roll. And guess where I learned that? Being Mormon. Young women's. Yeah. Yeah. From Patsy Blake. It's her recipe. We're really into music. So we'll be talking about music. We'll talk, movies. Well, and I like that you're, uh, and there's a huge subculture with Mormon music and movies. Yeah. There's a whole like yeah. entertainment, um, industry, industry. Yeah. And yeah. We got the inside scoop on that. We have the inside scoop. So stick around. Mm-hmm. And we say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. I'm so glad we're saying that. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.